Warning, the following podcast features views and opinions that are not representative of the collective views of the Whispers groups. Some of these views may not be suitable for children. Accordingly, the producers and hosts of the Missy AE podcast must insist that no one attempt to take anything that is being said as representative of the views of any of the Whispers groups. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special edition of the Missy AE podcast. Tonight, normally, we bring to you Sports Whispers Weekly on Saturdays. However, with the NFL draft being tonight, our producer Jim figured out or figured, well, hell, why not have a special NFL draft uh, first round coverage tonight? And I thought, you know, Jim, that is a great idea. And here we are, folks. It is finally time for the NFL draft. I have Jim on the line with me as well as Evan. If you guys want to call in and and talk about the draft, uh, the first round as it's going on tonight, we will be live for pretty much the entire first round. Hopefully blog talk doesn't cut us off uh, in uh, after the third hour, if it does take that long. Uh, if you want to call in, you can call in at 657-383-1308. And a reminder to any of you who may tune in, and maybe you're a fan of Survivor or a fan of Big Brother or The Amazing Race, Feel free to subscribe to this podcast on blogtalkradio.com slash AE, or by searching AE on iTunes. You will get access to not just the Sports Whispers Weekly podcast, but you will get access to all of our Memories podcasts that we've done in the past as well. We've had quite a few cast members join us on these, on these shows, and... I'll tell you one thing, it's definitely, definitely a, uh, something you're going to want to listen to if you want some behind-the-scenes information on those seasons. But let's get, let's get everything started here. Jim and Evan, this is probably the biggest night, apart from the Super Bowl, that NFL fans wait for every year. I, I agree. Um it has become an event, you know. Um, it's, I mean, it's, you know, of course it's not the Super Bowl, but um, it's one of those nights where no matter who your favorite team is, you're going to tune in. It's not like the Super Bowl where there's, two teams and you may hate both of them and you don't even watch the game, all the NFL fans will be tuned in tonight to see what their team does. Yeah, and if there, you know, if there's one thing that we can t- that we can say about tonight is usually this is the this is the night where you see all of obviously for those who have paid attention to college football, you see all of these big stars take their first steps into the NFL. Like, hell, I mean, granted, Rob Gronkowski, you know, he only uh, – he went in the second round. Tom Brady, he went all the way in the sixth. He didn't even get to go up on the uh, on the stage. You know, there's – the NFL draft is uh, – I believe uh, there was an ESPN executive earlier today who said, you don't build your team – through free agency. You build your team through the draft. Well, yeah, and and normally, 
Um, and this is what the Patriots used to be good at, but they have um, the last two, three, four years have fallen off horribly was you make your draft good or bad after the first couple of rounds with who you can pick up in the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, down there. Um, that's where you, you you can make your steals. Um, first yeah. round, you're going to pick somebody that's got the reputation, everybody thinks is good, and either they're going to hit or it's going to be a bust. But that's who you're going with. You normally make your money in those middle rounds. So, um, But tonight's first round has generated so much interest because of the 49ers trade with Miami to move up to three, and now Aaron Rodgers saying he will not be a Green Bay Packer anymore. Um, there's just – and you got five quarterbacks going to come off the board um, probably in the first 15 picks in the first round, and there's questions about a few of them, and – you know, there's a few of them that everyone seems to agree on that are going to be good, you know, the first two picked. But who knows? Yeah. I mean, I think Trevor Lawrence yeah. is a lock. I think he's going to be good. But who knows about the kid from BYU going to the Jets at number two? Maybe Wilson, he's another yeah. Sam Darnold. Who knows? Hang on, Jim. I'm, uh, I'm seeing here it looks like we may have some breaking news. Hang on one second. According to 1043 The Fan, which is out of Denver, uh, a radio station out of Denver, Mark Schlereth, uh, you, you know him from ESPN and uh, also right, the time right. NFL used to be an all-pro offensive lineman for Denver. His son yep. pitched in uh, Major League Baseball. He has just reported on 1043 The Fan that a deal for the Broncos to land Aaron Rodgers is, and I quote, as close to a done deal as it can get. Wow. And they, wow. Didn't they just get Bridgewater? They just got Bridgewater, yeah. So Teddy well, might be on the move again. Yeah. If it provides the opportunity for, Aaron, for them to get somebody like Aaron Rodgers, you know, for all we know, Teddy Bridgewater could potentially be a part of that deal. Uh, yeah, I guess if uh, Green Bay's choice doesn't pan out, Teddy could fill in. Um, I just, I think Green Bay's just screwed this up so horribly. It's And here's the thing I'm interested in. They have a very huge fan base, and their city actually owns the team. Fans have bought shares of the team. It's not like it's owned by somebody like Robert Kraft or Jerry Jones, somebody like that. The city of Green Bay owns that team. Who are they going to blame? Are they going to blame Green Bay management, or are they going to blame Aaron Rodgers? That's a good question, because this wouldn't because, be the first because time. Because when Favre left, 
when Ford left, they sort of they sort of were split. Half of them were blaming him, half of them were blaming management. And then after Ford continued his career with Minnesota in such a dramatic fashion, I mean, they welcomed him back and pretty much blamed management. I mean, who did we blame with the whole Brady leaving thing? We didn't blame Tom. Tom was Tom had Tom had delivered year after year after year. We worked his contract like he's still doing for Tampa, so you can go sign other players. It wasn't Tom's fault, you know. It was, and I don't even think it was Kraft's fault. I think it was Belichick's fault. I think Kraft wanted to keep him, but. Uh, I sort of think before it's over with, they're going to blame uh, management. Now, it may be like it was with Ford at first, kind of 50-50, because a lot of people are calling him a diva for how he's acting. A lot of people on the Internet are even blaming his girlfriend because she's from, you know, Hollywood. But you got to think back yeah, you got to think back to Rogers. I mean, he's from the Bay Area out there. That's why San Francisco and Oakland were, well, not Oakland, Las Vegas. That's why they were two of the teams. And Denver, um, of course, is not far away. Um, but I, if I'm Rogers, man, I don't know. You know, I mean, you're leaving Green Bay for Denver. I mean, if you're leaving for San Francisco. Are the Raiders, or the Saints, I get it, but Denver? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very, what, very what, what are you, you going to have around you in Denver? Honestly, their biggest threat is maybe Cortland Sutton, and that's even if he can stay healthy. I mean, I, I, you know, if I'm right, I mean, you know, and maybe that's what Green Bay's doing. Maybe Green Bay's saying, hey, you want out? We're going to send you to the worst team we can that you'll approve. Evan, what are your, what are your thoughts on this, uh, on this situation out there in Green Bay, Evan? Is it on, is it on Rodgers, or do you think it's on, uh, it's on management for how things have devolved so quickly like this? I honestly, I would say it falls more on management. And that, and that goes back to this was like last year when they had drafted Jordan Love, and Rogers was found out at the same time everybody else did. Yeah, that was the main thing I think they did wrong. You know, I think. You know, if you're running a business um, and you're going to hire somebody that you expect to be a manager in the future, um, you go to the manager of the store and say, hey, I think this guy's going to have really potential. He can eventually manage a store. You know, it may not be here because this is your store, you know, and you're going to be around. But maybe, you know, when you retire, but they didn't even tell him. 
I mean, yeah. Aaron Rodgers finds out when all of us do watching the draft. How do you do that? It's very poor business practice. I, I, I remember we were talk, we were talking about it uh, talking about this earlier in uh, in the Aaron Rodgers thread. The fact that they blindsided Rodgers like they did, and Tim is even saying it in the chat too that he also blames management because he feels that if they had at least told Rodgers what they were going to do with with uh, drafting Jordan Love that maybe perhaps they wouldn't be in this exact situation to where they almost have to practically trade Rodgers now. And it looks like we're finally getting started here with, uh, with the NFL draft. After, for some reason, for the, for the first 10 or so minutes, they decided to do some sort of musical performance. I don't know... I, I, it's definitely drawn a lot of outrage so far on uh, on social media. And if there's one thing that we can count on the NFL draft for, and thank God it's not virtual this year again, uh, we are finally back <laughs> to having fans boo Roger Goodell live and in person. Yeah, I'm and hey, well, what, what they said, there's going to be like fifty thousand people there. Is that what they said? I think so. Yeah. What 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 are they doing here? Showing off his little chair that he sat in last year during the during the draft. I thought this uh, was yeah, about the players. You know, I I don't I don't really understand Roger Goodell. <laughs> It's 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 like every single year we see it every single year that Goodell always tries to get on the fans' good sides, where whether it involves you know bringing out a Make a Wish kid uh, right before he's going to announce the next draft pick, or helps uh, giving a fan a random lucky chance to sit in his chair, woo 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 hoo, you know. Now the now fans can say that that I sat in the same chair as probably one of the one of the mo, most corrupt uh, uh, NFL commissioners to have ever to have ever uh, had any power in the league. But anyways, yeah. Jacksonville Jaguars are on the clock first. We know that more than likely, barring some sort of some sort of last second, uh, you know, last second switch. It's gonna be Trevor Lawrence, and yeah, and he's he's uh, he he's sitting there with his girlfriend, and his girlfriend's thinking, "Boy, did I hit the jackpot!" Oh yeah, especially when you consider when you consider the the rookie salary for a number one pick. I mean, you're instantly talking at least fifty million dollars right out the gate. But the thing with Jacksonville, though, I, it's going to take a lot more than just Trevor Lawrence in order for them to, in or, you know, in order for them to uh, to get back to 
trying to contend like they did that one year with Blake Bortles. It's going to take a hell of a lot more than, than just Trevor Lawrence and apparently Tim Tebow, who they're now apparently going to going to sign as a tight end. And, you know, yeah, I, right, you I know. have been very – I have been one of those very critical of Tebow in the past because I've always said he's not an NFL quarterback, and I think we, we saw that play out. But for what he's talking about now as a tight end slash – Cashback or quarterback on short yardage—that that might work. Possibly. I, I mean, he and you can't, gotta, he can't you gotta consider build. Steve. Who, who's the coach in Jacksonville? Urban Meyer, from uh, his former Steve coach, Bowie, who uh, coached Florida. Steve Florida. Urban Meyer did right before he went there to right before he went to Ohio State. Right. I would not doubt it if Tebow don't make that team, don't make that roster. Oh, they've, it, it, from all indications, it sounds like he is going to be officially signed. And more than likely, everybody has always said that Tebow would, would fit in so well as a tight end, even back when he was a New England Patriot for the short amount of time that he was there. I, I believe he was, the, he was the third quarterback behind uh, Ryan Mallett, I think, at the time. Behind Ryan Mallett and, and Brady. Or may, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm thinking of, of, uh, of one of our other backups that, that we had at one point. But they asked him to switch over to tight end back then, and he just wasn't having any of it. He would have right. made the team. You're right. If he had switched. Yeah, this has come up before, and he, he, he wouldn't do it. And now he's seeing um, that might be his only ticket. So... But obviously, you know, who he's going to have throwing to him with with Trevor Lawrence, obviously with Trevor Lawrence coming in, that, that pretty much means that Gardner Minshew is more than likely on his way out, unless for some reason they're going to keep him as a backup quarterback, uh, which honestly with that, with that contract, I kind of don't see why they would do that. But with Trevor Lawrence last year or – yeah, in, in 2020, he threw 24 touchdowns, five picks, threw for over 3,100 yards, and he had an, he had a yard uh, a yard per average of 9.4 yards per throw, or per catch technically. Uh, his biggest attributes. Uh, I'm reading off of the off of the ringer here. His biggest attributes that he brings to that he brings to the game. Pinpoint accuracy, smooth footwork. He has uh, elite athleticism and refined technique, and he's considered to be one of the most hyped and highly anticipated draft prospects of the last decade. Quite frankly, and believe it or not, throughout his entire and uh, throughout his entire football playing days, whether it was college or high school, at least in the regular season, he has never lost a game. 
Now, obviously, that's going to change once the NFL comes rolling along here. But I'm telling you, when you're looking for a generational talent, somebody that can that can you know change your franchise. I don't think you're going to get anybody close to Trevor Lawrence for the next couple of years, at least. Well, we we said we said last year if he wanted to skip his 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 last season at Clemson, he would have been the number one pick last year. And you know, there's a lot of people that are like, "Dude, why are you going to play another year? You could get hurt." But I mean, that's just how he is. You know, he loved the college life. He loved being at Clemson. Loved his teammates. And uh, he wanted to come back. So um, now he ends up with uh, Urban Meyer. So maybe the guy made the right decision. Yeah, because otherwise, and to think that he dodged quite the bullet, actually, because he could have ended up with the Jets if, if New York <laughs> decided that we didn't want to win. Uh, those those last two remaining games, and if the yeah. Jets had gone zero and sixteen, you know it's very likely that they would have taken him instead of uh, Wilson. The reason why they're taking Zach Wilson is because Lawrence isn't right there for them to take. Yeah, I mean, if the Jets could have gotten Trevor Lawrence, it would have been there. Their biggest move at quarterback since they got Joe Namath way, way back. Yeah, and for some reason, I guess the franchise decided, no, this is you know we're we're not we're not about building our building our team back up. We're about we're 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 playing the rest of this uh, the rest of this season for pride. So. Let's win these last two games. Let's completely screw our franchise out of getting a generational quarterback that that can, that can reshape our entire franchise. It's like some of the highlights, I've, and, I've, and I've seen this clip over and over and over um, today on ESPN, back when the, the Jets were making stupid picks and Mel Kiper was saying, Obviously, the New York Jets do not understand the draft. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It almost happens every single year. Just when you think that they're going to take somebody worth taking, you know, like somebody that's supposed to fall within uh, within that spot. Like, for example, say they didn't take Zach Wilson tonight and instead they took, oh, I don't know, Quitty Pay from from Michigan <laughs> or something like like t- talking about taking somebody that you c- probably could have had maybe if you had another draft pick in the first round like fifteen spots later. That's basically what the Jets uh, yeah. what the Jets have been for all these years. Yeah. Yeah, like, right. he, he was all some of the other some of the other highlight tapes from over the years. He was also very critical of the Colts back then, um, with how they bungled up their draft too. Um, so, and you know, think about yeah. it. I mean, Kuyper's good. I mean, he's good at evaluating 
Here we go with the first pick. Oh, I see what he's doing. He's bringing up a fan for each for each team to sit in that chair. And and it's official. Trevor Lawrence is the number one draft pick of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And he, I think his girlfriend probably just had an orgasm. <laughs> probably. We're going to be rich, baby. I got to give props to Trevor, though, because off the field, he's turned into a guy that uses his platform um, to do good things. He raises money for charities. Um, he was one of the main ones. They weren't going to even have a season, and he was one of the main ones that, that got out there and started getting support about we want to play, we want to play. Um, I think he, I, I think he's a pretty good kid on and off the field. I, I think he's going to really be good. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree. You know, he, he, pre- he presents himself in a way where, you know, he, it's re- he's really attractive, not just because of his talent, but to a lot of teams, he's what makes him really attractive to them is the fact that he knows how to handle himself off of the court or off of the field. And that's, you know, the right. one problem. That's the one thing that ev- that everybody always worries about is, you know, whether or not, whether or not players uh, will either embrace, you know, what they have, what what they have going for them, or if they're if they're going to let everything go to their head, basically. Yeah. And 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 the thing but, uh, about Trevor Lawrence, thing about Trevor Lawrence is uh, he checks a lot of boxes because what you look for in the NFL, a couple of main things are accuracy, and he's very accurate. And the other thing is being able to read defenses and looking off coverage. And if you watch tape on this kid, um, depending on what defense he's facing, he will look off like he's going on one side to make the safety commit, and then he comes back over to the other side. He's smart. And something very underrated about him the kid can move. He can run if he needs to. Yeah, we definitely we definitely saw uh, a multi-dimensional style of offense that he ended up running all during all of his years with Clemson. So, if he if he's ever in trouble in the pocket, you know he he definitely has the speed to get him out of danger. I would almost compare him. To the likes of Russell Wilson, when it comes to when it comes to uh, to scrambling out of the pocket. Yeah, and the thing about it, he, he comes from he go, he comes from a good school, good coaching. Um, Dabo had uh, Deshaun Watson there, so don't forget that. So yeah. they developed good quarterbacks at Clemson, and Dabo says Trevor was better than Deshaun. 
And we know how good Deshaun is. Yeah. Yeah, Evan. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on, uh, you know, on on Trevor Lawrence going to the Jaguars? Do you think that this is uh, just one piece of a long-term reconstruction, or do you think that maybe, perhaps, you know, the, uh, acquiring a generational talent like Trevor Lawrence could maybe put the, put the Jaguars up? a little bit further to where maybe we're not waiting four or five years to contend. I, I think it's one piece, honestly. Well, another huge piece is they got Urban Meyer. Yeah. One of the brightest, uh, one of the brightest Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer is assembling a staff there of assistant coaches that's very impressive. So, looks like they're they're getting the top folks in place, the coach, the assistant coaches, the quarterbacks. Now, like Evan says, it, it's another piece of the puzzle. It's a huge piece, though. The quarterback is a huge piece in the NFL, um, but they're going to need they're going to need other people around him. Yeah, and you know we're, we were talking about about uh, draft picks by the New York Jets previously. I want to take a look at a couple of draft picks that they've made recently that are basically no longer with the team. In 2015, they drafted Leonard Williams out of USC, and he was supposed to be one of the one of the one of the biggest opposing defensive tackles in that draft. He's already with the New York Giants. Darren Lee, the very next year, a linebacker out of Ohio State. I think he lasted well. He lasted out his rookie contract, but then he ended up. Uh, winning a Super Bowl with the Chiefs, and now he's basically bouncing from team to team. Jamal Adams, perhaps their biggest missed fumble, or their, their biggest fumble of a player that they've drafted in recent years. He's now an impact player on uh, making that Seattle defense even scarier. Sam Darnold, well, we know all about Sam Darnold and and the fact that he is now he's now going to be seeing ghosts with the Carolina Panthers. Uh, <laughs> Quinn and Williams, they still have, and and Mackay Beck. I will I will say this: Beckton is probably one of their one of the the best pieces on offense that they have right now as an offensive tackle because he wasn't that bad last year for a team that sucks so horribly. And yeah, it looks like it looks like this is exactly what they're doing here. They're they're bringing uh a fan per team to sit in his little chair. And it is yeah, official Zach, Zach Wilson, Wilson. Zach Wilson from BYU goes to the Jets. Poor fella. Now, this is interesting here because uh, I'm reading that 
Uh, he reminds people of Baker Mayfield coming out of college, as well as Henry uh, Rowan Gardner. And he um, he's got a good arm. Um, BYU quarterbacks going to the NFL have kind of been 50-50. Some do all right, like Jim McMahon, and some don't. Um, I've, I've seen tape of him. I'm impressed with his arm. He's got a really strong arm. Um, it's just it's just going to take a whole lot for for uh, for him to succeed with the Jets with that organization. Um, well, he needs actual weapons. Know. He needs I, 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 he needs weapons I, and he needs a competent I'm seventy thirty on him as far as. I think he'll be all right. Um, I'm 100 percent on Trevor Lawrence. I'm about 70 30 on this kid. Um, and now we're we're down to the Niners, and are they going to take Mac Jones? Are they going to take um, the young kid with uh, not much of a resume, but so-called unlimited talent? Um, and you know, when you're discussing those two, who knows? Maybe the quarterback for Ohio State's better than both of them. Yeah, you know, this is a the, the one thing that they've said is uh, this whole entire build up to the draft is that the draft starts at the number three pick this year, and they have been deciding. But ever since they made that gigantic trade with the Miami Dolphins uh, for Miami to trade back. To, originally it was number 12, I think, and then they traded that to uh, Philadelphia because apparently Philadelphia didn't like having the number six pick. Uh, I don't, I, I don't understand that. I don't know why you're in a full-fledged rebuild and you trade the number six pick. I, I, how the hell does their GM still have a job? I think Tim is asking himself that question every single every <laughs> single day that the uh, that he sees Philadelphia Eagles news. And actually, I mean, you know, Tim I, made some. I, Tim, Tim I feel for you, buddy, too. because your your GM absolutely sucks with the moves. I mean, he took a perfectly good all around playoff. Super Bowl winning team and destroyed it season by season. Yeah, it it, it, it it's gotten to the point where players like like franchise players like Jason Kelsey, uh, Zach Ertz, Carson Wentz, he wanted out of Philly after they benched him. You know, all all these big-time players that they had, you know, basically the genius lost lost them, essentially. That's what happened. And rumors are that uh, Zach could get traded tonight from Philly. It's very possible. I know know that the the Buffalo Bills, they've been – They've been sniffing around him for God knows how many weeks ever since 
practically ever since the, ever since the free agency opened. Actually, I think they've been they've been sniffing around trying to see wh- what they could get for him or or what it would take to uh, to land him. And Tim, Tim said out in the chat, Howie is great at signings and trades. However, he is horrendous at drafting, and the lack of good drafts has destroyed us. Looks like the Niners have decided. Um, of course, they haven't submitted it yet, but uh, and you, when you looked in their war room, they were all clapping, so I guess they're in agreement they're going to get the quarterback they want. Yep, that's what it looks like. Uh, now, if you if you follow betting odds at all, I know sometimes betting odds don't really tell the whole story, but usually Vegas, they get kind of an indication of where things are going to fall. Originally, Mac Jones was listed as the betting favorite. However, last night, Trey Lance surged into the, uh, into the, the favorite spot. Yeah, so and that's where like uh, McShane and Kuyper have disagreed. Um, Kuyper thinks it's going to be Mac Jones, and McShane thinks it's going to be Trevor. And they asked Kuyper about that today on uh, um, ESPN, and he said, you know, it, it doesn't matter who who Todd and I think is better. What matters is who the Niners think fits better. And so when we disagree, it doesn't come down to an evaluation. It comes down to his sources against my sources. And Kuyper says his sources say Mac Jones, and McShay says his says Trevor. Now, I think if they take Mac Jones, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is gone. If they take Trey Lance, they may go the route of what the Chiefs did when they drafted Pat Mahomes. They'll have Lance sit this year and and will basically redshirt this year and have Jimmy Garoppolo play out the year. Uh, I agree, but they may do that no matter what. They may do it even if they draft Mac, just to make sure Mac's going to fit in. But then if they see, um, like in the workouts, that Mac's going to work out, then they may trade Jimmy. I don't think Jimmy's going anywhere right away. I think they're going to wait and see once they have whoever they draft in camp. Um, But I do agree about Trey. I think if they draft him... Jimmy ain't going nowhere. Jimmy's going to be the starter. If they draft Matt, yeah, and they might trade Jimmy and pick up a journeyman as a backup, and Matt will start. I don't see Trey starting. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's very uh, indicative too the fact that they're asking for a first round pick for Jimmy Garoppolo. That basically well, tells go. you that. Here we go. We're about to find out. Trey Lance. Wow. Trey Lance. 
Wow. Jimmy G, okay. you ain't going so, nowhere. No. Yeah, this is, no. you know, they com- they compare Trey Lance this to is, a mini Josh Allen. This is Allen. exactly how you called it. It's it's Mahomes all over again. And he's yeah. going he's gonna to sit for a year or maybe come in second half of the first year. But Jimmy G ain't going nowhere. So Patriots fans that want him back, you can forget that now. <laughs> You know, this kind of makes me wonder now, since since uh, it's been a well-known fact that New England has been trying to potentially move up in the draft, I kind of think that if Mac Jones is on their list, they may potentially stand pat at 15. Because I, I think Jones I think jo- could slide all the way to 15. I think, Josh, I think now, after this, I think Josh Fields gets drafted ahead of Mac Jones. Yeah, I know. I know that uh, that Carolina has been infatuated with uh, with Justin Fields ever since uh, the the last the last week or so when it was t- it was talked about that you know that once they acquired Teddy Bridgewater or once they once they got rid of Teddy Bridgewater, you know that uh, that they were basically out of the quarter they were basically out of uh out of the quarterbacks uh talks because of the fact that Sam Darnold was likely going to be their starter but i still think they could potentially unless unless they value draft uh, you know additional draft compensation more than they do uh you know finding their next uh, their next potential big quarterback because Put it this way, with what Justin Fields showed this season, not just with how he played, but the fact that he also played through injury, through uh, some of the biggest games that he had this year, he could be a, a, a potential franchise quarterback for whatever I would have him. drafted Josh Fields over Trey Lance. Um, I could be very wrong, but there are – and and everyone knows from being in sports whispers there are two positions in sports that I am normally a very good judge at. One is a pitcher in Major League Baseball, and two is a quarterback coming out of college. I'm just uh, I'm telling you I'm just uh, and I talked to you today about it, Steve. You know, in whispers it's like. I am just not sold on Trey Lance. There's not enough there for me. I mean, he almost lost a damn game to the University of Central Arkansas. Who the hell is that? He went 15 for 30 against them, and the only way they put out a win was him running the ball. Um, And that's the only game he played. You know, I... Yeah, you know, Shanahan, I mean, you know, he gets paid to make these decisions, but I I would have Josh Fields above him. I would have probably had Mac Jones above him. Um, now, he may turn out to be another Patrick Mahomes, but, the thing, you know, we talked about it earlier. Accuracy and reading defenses, the middle part of it, He's got a good arm, but 
look at the team he played for, the league he played in. I mean, how much experience does he have at reading defense that the NFL is going to throw out at him? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, Evan, you know, you uh you you have watched this uh with you being a Kansas City fan, you've watched this play out uh with with Pat Mahomes a couple of years ago when they when they had Alex Smith and they took Pat Mahomes. What mm-hmm. do you think of of uh San Francisco taking a project like Trey Lance when yet this is a team that is only a couple of years removed from being in the Super Bowl. Right. It, it's interesting, and I, I'm really ready to see how it plays out for him. It's like, but with some of the quarterbacks that were left, obviously they had the third pick. I would have gone for ones that have been proven themselves rather than taking a chance on a guy. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're talking about made... that today, Steve. We talked about that. We talked about, I mean, okay, this kid may be flashy and have a strong arm and can run the ball, but who's he played against? And then we talked about Matt Jones from the SEC, and we jokingly said he played for the the 33rd team of the NFL, Alabama. But that's true, he did. And... They won a national championship, and he was like 70% accurate. And, yes, yes, he had weapons around him, but so do the Niners. You throw him out there with the Niners and the way they able to read defenses and how accurate he is, no, he's not going to run the ball like Trey. No, he's not. He's more of a Tom Brady type. And yeah. there's no way I'm comparing him to Brady. Mobility. I'm just saying yeah, physical-wise, he's more of a Tom Brady. Um, yeah, he has the size. I may be way off and wrong. I still think the sleeper quarterback in the whole damn thing is Josh Fields. Oh, I definitely agree. As a matter of fact, you know, I've been listening to Boston uh, to Boston Radio uh, 98.5, the sports hub, all all the past two weeks. And the one thing that fans have wanted ever since these rumors popped up about the Patriots going after, going after uh, a potential move up is everybody wants Justin Fields. I'm yeah, here comes Atlanta's uh, pick. This should be Kyle Pitts. Yeah, and if it is Kyle Pitts, uh, this, I think this is this was basically telegraphed the fact that they restructured Matt Ryan's contract like they did. There it is, Kyle Pitts, and I, I will go on record right now. As good as Trevor Lawrence is, and I think he'll be a great NFL player. This is the best player in this draft. You can't guard him. Yep, this is... You cannot guard him. He's Gronkowski with speed. Yeah, he 
this uh, this makes uh, if Atlanta's offense wasn't any any intimidating as it as it was now with Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. Now you're adding Kyle Pitts to that. Well, they, they said to, it, to that equation. They, they said they said if they drafted Kyle Pitts, that Julio was probably going to be traded. Huh? Because they well, still got Ridley. Well, they still got Ridley. Um, they got another good tight end down there. And Pitts, he's not really he's not really a tight end. He's not really a wide receiver. He's both. He's too fast for linebackers to cover. He's too big for DBs to cover. It's a freaking nightmare matchup. He is. I mean, like when you play Atlanta now. You're not going to worry about Ridley. You're going to worry about how do we take Kyle Pitts out of this. I, I've exactly. seen him in the SEC. He is he is unguardable. And not just not just Pitts, but they also have Hayden Hurst, like you mentioned earlier, yeah. uh, as their yeah. other tight end. And they've so got a new they, head coach. They've got a new head coach. The guy that coached the offense for the Titans. With Derrick Henry, yep. and you know how they love the play action with with the Titans. Um, Atlanta could be very scary on offense. Yeah, their biggest their biggest downfall is going to be their def- their defense because yeah, now, well Matt now Ryan, they, I, I, I would I would venture to guess the rest of their draft will be for defensive players. Probably. And what do you I'm think looking, about I'm, Kyle Pitts? Have you seen much of him? I I've seen a bit of him. I I kind of like him, and I I know I I mess with a buddy of mine because we do the fantasy football stuff, and it's like we're messing with him, saying that he's watching this NFL draft, thinking which ones are he going to be thinking about drafting later. Well, you better get Kyle Pitts. I can tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, he's now, the best player in the draft. He, twelve touchdowns. He, he he is all pro first year. He is the best player in the draft. You can't guard him. And at the combine, he ran like a four four, and he's a tight end slash wide receiver. And his size, I mean, he's the highest. The highest drafted tight end since 1960. I, I, I'm telling you, he's the best. I, you know, I watched this season. He is the best player in this draft. Actually, so now, he is the now we'll see what else Atlanta does. I bet they go defense from now on because their offense is set unless they need linemen. Their skill positions actually, are scary. And actually, I'm I'm corrected here. He is actually the highest drafted tight end in NFL history, not just since 1960. He, he is. I mean, I know the Patriots are they're stocked up at tight end now with Hunter Henry and the other kid they signed from the Titans, but 
if this kid would have fell, I don't give a damn who you have. You take him. But Atlanta yeah. is smart. They were not going to yeah. let this one get away. Right. And now Matt Ryan has that? no excuse. Who's after Atlanta? Who's on the clock? Cincinnati, Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals. I, I, what, do you, what do you think Cincy's going to do? I, I, I'll tell you right off that, I think they're going to take that offensive tackle to try to protect Burroughs because he, he, he got beat the hell up last season, and he was having a good season. Yeah. I think here's, here's their dilemma. Are they going to take that offensive tackle, or are they going to take Burroughs' wide receiver from LSU that he played with? Ooh, yeah, Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That's a dilemma. And, you know, Jamar, Jamar it may Chase depend, is uh, it may depend on It may depend on how much clout Burrow has. You know, because yeah. if Burrow can walk in the, in, in the office and say, come on, guys, you got to take my dude from LSU, they may do it, but the guy got beat the hell up all season and still had a decent year, they need that left tackle. Yeah, and uh, and Tim brings up an interesting point here uh, in the chat. If they don't take Jamar Chase with the number five, Miami is likely taking him at number six to put, to add another weapon to Tua's, uh, to Tua's bag of tricks. Oh, yeah. He, right. he, he's not going to last long. And the the two wide receivers from Bama aren't going to last long. Now, uh, with with Penne Sewell, I can I you know I can see an argument for taking either Sewell or Chase. It, it's very obvious that they're going to focus mainly on offense for the Bengals this year. And you know the thing about it, Steve, when you look back at previous drafts, like when Joe Thomas got drafted, some of these linemen that stayed around for you know. Um, normally when you draft a, a very good offensive lineman, you get a very long career out of them, 10, 12, 13 yeah. years. Wide receiver, you may get eight, nine years. Running back, you may get three or four. But normally when you draft a really good offensive lineman, you get a really good full career out of them. So that's something else to think about here. The thing, the thing is, I think that they need protection most because of the fact that the reason why Burrow left uh, or got injured last season was because of the fact that pretty much his entire offensive line was nothing but a human, but human turnstiles. Sacked, sacked thirty-two times in his first ten games. The second among quarterback. If, if I'm the Cincinnati, and you know AJ Green's gone now, so that plays into it. That may make you want to take a receiver. It, I mean, it's it's tough. tough. It's tough. It would. I mean, it's hard to pass up either of them. They're in a good spot. They can get a great offensive tackle to protect Burrow's blind side, or they can get the guy that he's had such a connection with at LSU. Or they could, they could go get Devontae that's that's a, a great receiver and return specialist. They're in a good spot here. 
And here comes Roger. We're fixing to find out. You know, not just that, but also Thaddeus Moss. I think they're going to take the tackle. You know, Thaddeus Moss also just joined the Bengals as well. So that would be three LSU offensive players if they take Chase. They took his receiver. Wow. That tells you right there, Joe Burrow had some input. Yep. I'm kind of I'm kind of surprised. I thought they would have valued protection if they want to protect their, uh, their I, I would have too. I would have too. So now, what does that mean for that tackle? How far does he drop now? Um, I don't know because I think Miami's going to take a wide receiver. I'd be shocked if they took the tackle. I think Miami takes a wide receiver. Uh, let me see. I actually, Miami, who has the Miami number? May, I think Miami may take Waddle out of Alabama to get him back with Tua. Possibly. You know what? But I wouldn't be shocked. It, I wouldn't be shocked. This, if this move right here just tells me. This move right here just tells me that Joe Burrow does have input on what they're doing. Because you know that's who he right. Oh, definitely. Without without a doubt, you know if if they they when they drafted Burrow last year, it was made abundantly clear that uh, hang on, let me mute this for some reason. I don't know why that came on. Uh, it was made abundantly clear last year when they drafted Burrow that Burrow was gonna was they were gonna build the team around Burrow. So if if there was somebody that Burrow didn't like, you know, they're obviously not going to go that route. They're gonna they're gonna at least consult him with who he would want to play with. And you know that's that's one of the problems that happened in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers wanted right. to be part of the process, and they never they never let him have any input. And, and no. you know, I, I'm kind of. I'm kind of iffy on that because, you know, if I own the team and you're my star quarterback, okay, I'm paying you to be my star quarterback, but I'm not paying you to make personnel decisions, so shut the fuck up and let us handle that. But it's gotten to the point now in modern-day sports that players think they should have input on personnel decisions. And that's one of Russell Wilson's beef with Seattle. He wants more input. That was Aaron Rodgers' beef. I just found this graphic of what what the difference will be if they draft Sewell or if they draft Chase. And Sewell has him protecting Burrow. Chase has Burrow getting sacked, uh, or actually uh, duplexed. Well, German this, this suplex. pretty much tells you. This pretty much tells you. Next few rounds, Cincinnati's going to have to be drafting offensive linemen, yeah. and, and they can hope they can come up with somebody in rounds two, three, or four. Uh, and and you know, I mean, they'll have to look for this. I mean. If, you know, it may work out. I don't know. Um, he's a hell of a receiver. I know that. 
you know, from watching him in the SEC. Um, but I think you could have got a receiver in round two that that would have fit in. And I don't think you can get a tackle like they had available to them uh, that they just passed on. Yeah, now I, I think with this next pick, Offensive line makes absolutely no sense for Miami. So I think that Sewell is going to at least fall to Detroit. I know Detroit would probably want to get, uh, you know, some, uh, some protection for, uh, for, their new, for their new quarterback, that, uh, Jared Goff, that they just got from the Rams. Uh, Miami, so, I'm kind of agreeing with so you, Jim. I think, right, I think so that they're that, probably going to get them? Who's after Detroit? Uh, Panthers. Carolina with the number eight pick. Okay, who's after them? Uh, Denver with number nine, and, and rounding out the top ten. They're probably getting Aaron Rodgers. So who's after Denver? Dallas. Okay, they don't need a quarterback. Who's after Dallas? Giants. Giants. They don't need a quarterback. Who's after them? Eagles. Eagles. Eagles want receivers or defense. Who's after them? Uh, or no, not Vikings. Uh, Chargers. Okay, Chargers have their quarterback. Who's after them? Vikings. They have their quarterback. Who's after them? Patriots. It's wide open. They're gonna get. The Patriots are gonna fucking get Mac Jones or Josh Fields. They're gonna get one of them. I think it's so probably going to be Mac Jones. The Patriots are going to get either Josh Fields or Mac Jones. If they want them. Yeah, unless they decide to, which which I, uh, I, I, I've been fearing this the entire, you know, this entire time, that what, what happens every single year is that the Patriots, they always trade back because Bill values value over talent. And yeah, and I would I would normally agree with you, Steve. I would normally agree with you, but it's like I heard today when they were debating whether Waddle. I told you Waddle to hook back up with you. Oh. Um, <laughs> but. Oh my the God! Thing, the thing that the thing that changes my mind about the Patriots, Steve, is they were they they were debating it on uh, TV today, and they were talking about Belichick either moving up or staying put, and taking a quarterback because he never drafted a quarterback higher than the 62nd overall pick, and people were like, "Well, that's just not Belichick." And then they started talking about, look how much money they spent in the offseason. That's not Belichick either. It's different now. I think they're going to take a quarterback, and I think either Fields or Jones is going to fall right in their lap. Yeah, I was going to bring that up too. I think that with how uncharacteristic – this seems to have been the the offseason of uncharacteristic – Patriot moments. 
Bill has when Brady never won the Super, out when, much when Brady won the Super Bowl, the Patriots went to a whole different level in their thinking. Yep. And let's let's put it this way: you're not going to give your starting quarterback three million dollars. Get the hell out of here with that. You're not giving your starting quarterback Cam Newton only three million dollars if he's going to be the starter. If you can get Mac Jones or Josh Fields and you've got Cam Newton there, you can start the season with Cam. If he plays good, great. They sit over there and they learn. But if Cam yeah. struggles before the season's over with, then you, you can bring in Mac or uh, Josh Fields. I honestly think one of them's going to fall to the Patriots. Or maybe both with how we're looking at these teams now because a lot of the teams left now are probably not going to draft a quarterback till we get to yeah. the Patriots. You know, I don't I don't I don't know though because if 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 Belichick sees one of their targets there and he thinks that maybe perhaps, you know, they may go to Carolina Maybe he's interested in Fields and not Jones. I think it's still possible that he could potentially trade up in order to secure him taking Fields over Jones. I think think the whole thing right now is what we're debating, how we see these other teams and what they're going to do. I think if Bill has a good understanding of what they're going to do, he may stay pat and not have to make a move and still get his guy. But if there's someone above him he thinks is going to take one of those two that he wants, he may move up. But, um, I mean, the one to be worried about is Carolina. They might draft a quarterback. Right. Because they've got Darnold, they got rid of Bridgewater, they may draft one, and it's like, who would they pick? And if and the thing is, if Bill thinks they'll pick Josh and he really wants Mac, he's going to stay pat. Or if he thinks they'll draft Mac and he wants Josh, he'll stay pat. It depends on what Belichick thinks Carolina might do. And if he thinks Carolina's going to pick the guy he don't want, he's not going to make the trade. Yeah, definitely. It's it's more of a a game of chess at this point, basically, when it comes to... And And then if they're both there, if Josh Fields or Justin Fields is there, Uh, if both guys are there, Mac Jones, if they're both still available, and he picks the linebacker from Penn State, I'm probably gonna fucking hang up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know that's what's gonna happen. He's gonna take he's gonna right. take a fat he's gonna take a fat lineman. Or no, he's gonna trade down, take a fat lineman or or a cornerback that that will replace <laughs> Stephon Gilmore. He's already got a guy to replace him. Oh, yeah, but he wants two, though. 
<laughs> and plus, and plus, they can still dangle they can still dangle uh, J C Jackson as a trade chip because his uh, salary is so low. Yeah, I think Gilmore would get moved before him. And you know, uh, Michael Lombardi, who has worked for the Patriots before in their uh, front office, uh, he now writes for the Athletic. Uh, he said, he says, uh, as of two minutes ago, Carolina has been talking trading down all week. Now is a great opportunity. Ryan's pick is in. What did they do? They go lineman. They go defense. They go wide receiver. I honestly, I think it's. Then again, though they lost a lot of a lot of weapons, so unless they feel that Jalen Rose today, Jalen Rose is a huge Lions fan. He said if they don't pick Josh Fields, he's going to have a heart attack. Well, why pick Josh Fields when you have, or why why pick Justin Fields when you already have Jared Goff? They took they took the tackle. I think that's smart. I think that's smart. It ain't going to be flashy with the Lion fans, but I think that's smart. I think that's smart. Yeah, definitely. I think that's smart. And that helps the Patriots. Both quarterbacks are still out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think Jalen Rose's point was, yeah, golf's okay, but he's – he what? He's not flashy. He's not the guy that's gonna win in Detroit. That was Jalen's point. He wanted somebody like Justin Fields because he thought he could be a lot like uh, Mahomes, running and throwing. Which he probably yeah, one, can. One and a, I would. Hey, one I would have no problem seeing New England end up with him. Now, one NFL head coach actually said, according to Adam Schefter, uh, when it comes to Penny Sewell, uh, one NFL coach calls him the sh- the one surefire Hall of Famer in this draft class. Yeah, everybody has rated him extremely high, and that's why I thought Cincinnati should have took him to protect Burrow. Um, but I think we found out that Burrow has – more input there than than maybe we thought. That's the only yeah. reason I I can figure out they took a wide, you know, because it's his buddy from LSU. Um, otherwise, I don't know how you pass on this guy right here. He is a stud. Now, so, something to keep an eye on here. Uh, Carolina is on the clock, but Albert Breer of NFL Network mentioned earlier this week that the Patriots and Panthers had done groundwork on a deal. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Pick. And, but, and that's why I'm saying, that's why I'm saying it's going to come down to what Belichick feels and how he reads this as to what Carolina is going to do. If, it ain't, if he wants feels and he thinks Carolina is going to take him, he may make a move. If he wants Mac and he thinks Carolina is going to take him, he may make a move. But if he wants Fields and he thinks Carolina's going Mac, he's staying Pat and vice versa. 
If he wants Mac and he thinks Carolina's going fields, he's going to stay packed. Yeah. And uh, Tim is saying in the chat, if Carolina doesn't trade down, he feels that this is going to be either Devontae or Fields. And I can see I an argument for both be, ways. I think Devontae is going to be the next receiver taken. I just don't know when. <laughs> I can see an I can see an argument both ways. I mean, obviously, if maybe they don't feel that Sam Darnold is the long term answer, well, how can you, Steve? Which, how can you think Darnold is long term? I mean, yeah, you traded Bridgewater. But maybe you traded Bridgewater because you want Donald to be the backup to the rookie. I mean, the yeah, you know, somebody that's in the draft. How with Donald's history in the Jets? How can you think he's your guy? You know, the, there's been there's been talk that maybe perhaps the problem with Donald was because of the fact that. He had horrific. He had horrific coaching in New York, which is entirely. Well, I would agree with that. I, I would agree with that. I thought coming out of college, he was going to be pretty good. I, I mean, I wasn't ecstatic about him, but I thought he'd be. You know, I thought he'd be pretty good. You know, he'd be decent. But if the thing is, if you go with the Jets, you're fucked. <laughs> pretty much. And it looks like mm-hmm. it looks like the pick is in uh, Carolina, uh, according to ESPN at least. The pick is in, so they are not trading down. So I wouldn't be shocked, honestly, if they take Fields here. Because... I would not be surprised if they take a quarterback at all. Um, and if they don't, I agree with Tim. It's probably going to be Devontae. But I think they're going to take either Fields or Mac Jones probably feels, and, you know, we talked about Belichick and Saban's connection. Maybe this whole damn thing was Belichick holding out, waiting on Mac Jones to drop to him. Now, the the biggest obstacle that they have now, if Fields gets taken by Carolina or Jones, the biggest obstacle now is Denver. Because Denver, is yeah, but we think they're going to get Rodgers. We think, yeah. There's been, ooh, um, maybe not, Jim. Uh, the Panthers, if my source here is correct, uh, the Panthers are going off the board. They are taking. A cornerback. Uh, Bama's or Virginia Tech's or South Carolina's? J.C. Horn. South Carolina's. His dad played in the NFL. Joe Horn, wide receiver. You remember him? Back with yep. the uh, back when Kurt Warner was throwing things around. Joe Horn and Isaac Bruce and. Um, He's really good. I would have taken Sertan from Bama, but the kid from South Carolina is really, really good. Now, it says here that all eight picks by Matt Rule have been on defense. 
since he has arrived in Carolina. Yep. J.C. South Carolina. He's good, man. I'm telling you, he's a lockdown corner. He is locked down. I'm sure they'll show you know what? Of him, and you'll see. I, I saw him in the SEC. He is locked down. And you, you know, he would have really fit in too with the. That's one thing that uh, some mock drafts that I read recently. Uh, there was one mock draft that had J.C. Horn going to the Patriots. At number fifteen, because oh, he uh, is because rock, just watch his tape. Look how he's all look how he's all over people, and 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 if you get by him, he's got great recovery. I mean, he is locked down. That was honestly kind of reminiscent of Gilmore. He's kind of watch reminiscent of Gilmore, watch. to be perfectly honest. Just watch him. He, look at it. Watch him. He's locked down. You're not getting away from him. No. But I still would have took Sertan from Bama. And Sertan will go in the first round. But Horn, Horn is really, really good. That's a, uh, you so know, think, a lot of people in Carolina ain't going to like it, but that's a good pick. That's a good pick. You know, you know, I think what this speaks is this speaks of a vote of confidence in Darnold from the Panthers, the fact that they passed on two quarterbacks they could have taken here. Yeah. Or they may see somebody yeah. like in the bottom. They may see somebody like in the bottom ten of the quarterbacks they can bring in and maybe tutor or mentor behind Darnold. You know, they may get a quarterback around two, three, or four. But you know, you know now, what's going to happen, Jim, and I, I'm, I'm Now, here's, here's where it gets interesting. Denver's on the clock. If they pick a quarterback, then they're not sure they're getting Aaron Rodgers. If they don't take a quarterback and they draft a weapon like the Heisman winner or something, we know what's cooking. Or there's still the possibility if they draft a quarterback, it could be for Green Bay. Correct. Correct. If they pick a quarterback, it could be for Green Bay. But all that tells me is Green Bay is looking back at their Jordan Love draft and thinking, maybe we weren't right. Maybe he's not the guy. And so they're starting the whole process over in another bad way. Now they're telling Jordan Love, we don't know about you. I mean, they've already told the MVP of the league, we need to draft another quarterback. I mean, come on. You know, another thing that Patriots need to worry about, too, is the fact that there may be teams that could potentially still try and trade up if they're interested in either Mac Jones or Justin Fields, if they continue to slide like they are. I feel like what's going to happen is my ultimate nightmare. At least one of them, maybe both are going to be available, and Belichick's going to pick a defensive player. Or a and I'm going to fucking lose it if he does. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, Jim. 
it's yeah. it's not going to just be a defensive player. It's not going to be either of the two that you listed that'll still be available like that too. It'll be some defensive player from some team we've forgotten existed from fucking nowhere. <laughs> Belichick trying to show everybody I'm way the hell smarter than all of you. I'm picking this defensive back from Bumpuck, Mississippi. Yeah, uh, like, like uh, what's his name? Cow uh, Duggar last year from Lenore Rhine. Yeah. Congratulations. You weren't even playing against top-tier talent. You were playing against, uh, like, I think it was Division Two. Uh, he drives me nuts. I know he's good. I know he's Hall of Fame. I know he's legendary, but, dude, come on. Times are passing you by. You need to get with the program. It's offense now, offense. You got a good defense. They had a decent, they had a good defense. Elmer's gone, they did so they got Hunter Henry, great pickup, woo pig, um, got another good tight end. I mean, they made some good moves, but damn, you need a quarterback in the NFL. Cam Newton ain't that guy. Devontae Smith every, is number one on most best available. Every pass that Cam Newton throws is about knee high to a receiver. Yeah, I'm sorry. They're going to need somebody who can uh, who can throw more than ten yards downfield. And honestly, you know that's it, 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 it's not Cam, and and obviously they're not. The future isn't Stidham because if the future was Stidham, they would have started Stidham when the season was over last year. Right, right. They figured out it's not but, him. Um, they they keep showing these two quarterbacks for Denver. Um, and like you said, they may be drafting one for Green Bay for that trade. We're probably fixing to see one of them quarterbacks drafted, either for them to keep or trade to Sam, uh, Green Bay. I'm I'm finding it interesting. There we go. Now the pick is in. I, I was finding it interesting that the uh, – that they were going pretty much down to the wire here with this decision. But well, another thing too, this, this, this pick right here is going to tell you what's going to happen with the Patriots right here. If they take a quarterback here, that also means that uh, that Drew Locke may be up on the market. Nah, we don't want him. We don't want him. I saw him in Missouri. We don't want him. They're pimping out Mac Jones like it's going to be Mac Jones. Fine by me. I'll take I'll take Fields. Even though Mac Jones is the more NFL ready quarterback, I'll still take Fields. If it, if it if it ends up being that, I'd be happy with either one of them. I think Max Moore 
consistent, more stable. I think Fields is more exciting. Um, here we go. Here comes Here Roger. we go. Here comes this slow ass walking up there. Look at the Broncos fan. Lord have mercy. Oh, oh you made your family God. proud. <laughs> oh <laughs> Wow. Oh, Cornerback from Bama. I told you that guy was good now. They're both still on the board. I'm telling you, Steve, it's going to be a fucking nightmare, and you and I are going to go fucking nuts because New England's going to have their pick of either one, and they're going to pick a goddamn defensive player. Uh, I'm telling you right now, Scott Zolak uh, from the Zolak and Bertrand show on 98.5, Scott Zolak, former Patriot quarterback, he is going apeshit right now with – the, I, the cannot believe both the, I cannot believe both these some bitches going to fall to us and we're not going to take one. Just watch. He won't fucking take one to try to prove how fucking smart he is. Yeah, of course, because don't, don't you know, uh, he can take any quarterback, whether it be uh, Cam Newton or, or, or Jared yeah, Spittin. And hey, we've around we've already and seen a season of the Cam experience. All right, we've already seen that. Yeah, but don't you don't don't you know though? It's not it's not the it's not the quarterback that makes the team. It's the it's the players around the quarterback that make the team. Cam could not take At a football and hit a twenty foot target in front of him. He's really he's I'm sorry. In his day, he was really good, but he's done. He's done. Honestly, there's only there's uh, unless Philadelphia got into Jim Irsay's stash or something, and they're going to decide. Hell, after after trading Carson Wentz, we still want a quarterback competition out there. So. We're going to draw oh, the quarterback that would be, to fight that would, be so, that would be so Philadelphia. That would be so Philadelphia. We, we, we let Carson go. Jalen's our guy, but let's fuck it up by picking another quarterback. And, t- and Tim may fucking lose his mind if that happens. That, that I'll tell is, you right now. <laughs> if, they don't, if, if they've got a chance at the Heisman winner and they don't take him, I mean, hell, how oh my God! Two years ago, but if, if Jim, he I passes just, I, up on, if he passes up on Javante, people should I fucking just, riot in Philly. I just realized something, Jim. Dallas's offense could get even more scary if they take Smith right now, especially oh after getting. Oh my God! Put him with Dak, yeah. Oh yeah. my God, put him, yeah. Put him, put him with Max, Dak. Max, Max in there, like, uh, okay, maybe that comparison picture with me and Brady wasn't a good idea. <laughs> you put him with Amari Cooper, <laughs> Michael Gallup. Uh, I did. I did look a little chubby and had man boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
Oh my God. We're seeing we're seeing him fall. I mean, they were talking Mac going at three, and he is he is falling like a damn rock in the water. Yeah, he's um, he's, he's in a free fall right Fields, now, basically. Fields was kind of Fields was kind of projected to be around this spot. Everyone thought this is kind of when we start talking about Josh. Mac was supposed to be gone. He's the one that's yeah. sliding. Everybody had Fields at eight. To the uh, to the Panthers, Steve. I'm telling you, I'm gonna fucking lose it if we don't get one of them, and they're both there. I'm. Well, here's the. I think I think Dallas could potentially take Micah Parsons here because I guarantee you they're pissed off. Trade alert! Trade alert! Here we go, folks. Dallas traded their pick. Dallas has traded with the Philadelphia Eagles. I would have thought they had took Parsons to replace Sean Lee. Here comes Devontae. Who got their pick? Who got their pick? Philly. Philly. Here comes Devontae. Here comes Devontae. Yeah. Hell, Howie probably gave him like 15 fucking draft picks for it. (laughs) Well, congratulations, Tim. You actually have a uh, wide receiver now. He's the dumbest damn GM in the league. I don't know how the fuck they okay. won a Super Bowl. Here it is, here it is Jim. Uh, Dallas traded number 10 to Philly for Philadelphia's first pick, which is basically the 12th pick, and their third-round pick this year. Well, they must have thought – they must have thought – they must have thought Dallas was going to take Devontae. See, uh, Tim will go nuts if they get Devontae. He, that's the guy he's been wanting. Oh, yeah. Tim's, uh, Tim just typed in whoa in the chat after I typed in, here comes Devontae in all capital letters. I don't know if they're going to do it, but that's what um, – Poor guy. Oh, it's it's most likely for him. That's but, what I would do if I was Philly. Uh, all right. Lewis just said Devontae was the best player in this draft. And I would be I don't I don't think I could debate my way out of that. He may be. I would say Kyle Pitts, but Devontae is so freaking good. And he can run back punts and kickoffs. So the third round pick for uh that the Eagles have sent is in the eighties. To uh, to Dallas, so it's number eighty four along with number twelve for number ten. I think I think the Eagles are going to take Devontae. I really do. Mm-hmm. Now who's after who's after this pick? Who's next? Uh, the Giants. The Giants. They're not taking a quarterback. Who's after the Giants? That would then be uh, the Cowboys. Who? The Cowboys. Oh, they're not thinking. Who's after them? Uh, let's see. Chargers. That would be L.A. The uh, Chargers. Now they've got a bear. Uh, Steve, this is going to be the worst fucking nightmare. We're going to have our choice at Mac Jones or 
Justin Fields, and we're not going to take either damn one of them. I'm going to throw my no, fucking because cell phone. I'm going to throw my fucking cell phone, <laughs> phone through the window. <laughs> because because Bill doesn't like to give first round money to uh, to quarterbacks. Oh my God! I'd take either one of them right now. Either one of them. Nope. You know, with Dallas trading down to, this basically tells you that Jerry Jones is pissed off because I think he wanted certain with the with the. Oh, with I know he did. I know that was their pick. I, that was Dallas' pick. They they wanted certain. They did. That was their pick. Oh my God! The Dallas draft room is empty. That's who they wanted. They want the whole thing with with uh, with uh, Dallas. The whole talk, everything was they were going to get the the cornerback from Bama. So and and they didn't get to somebody got him. I mean he's he's good. But I'm telling you, kid, South Carolina's real good too. They're both really really good. I'm. you know, I, I, the difference, I'm the difference, right now, the but. difference in the two, the difference in the two is Sertan had stronger defensive players around him to help, and the kid of South Carolina was kind of like by himself. I mean, they didn't have a whole lot. He had to do it on his own. Hey, this is. Uh, I'll tell you one thing, Tim. You better get on here before before ten o'clock tonight because we started an hour early. Because uh, we're going to want to get your thoughts on on this trade up. Because I think for once, Howie Roseman actually made a smart move here. We'll, we'll see. Getting J- here we go. If he made this move and he doesn't walk away with the Heisman winner, I'd fire his fucking ass tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I think all of Philly probably would. <laughs> Here we go. There you go. Oh my God. There you go. That's a legit weapon now. A legit weapon for uh, for Jalen Hurts, and they have uh, Jalen Rager too. Still. Yeah. Tim, Tim will be Tim will be absent the rest of the night, but he's going to look for a jersey to buy. Well, you better go get it. That's a great pick. Great pick. Not only because of how good he is as a receiver, I don't give a shit what they say about how little the guy is. He gets open. And he makes yards after the catch, which we all know is overlooked. Yards after the, the gi- catch. And the Giants are re- he returns he returns punts. The Giants are reportedly having trade talks at number eleven. This coming well, yeah, of course. Let the court. Giants fuck all this up for the Patriots somehow. <laughs> Unless it's the Patriots. I don't think the Patriots need to trade up right now. I think it's going to fall to them. 
Right. Unless someone else wants to get in and mess it up. Washington, Washington, Chicago. Exactly. I don't know. This is a, this is good. Wow, here we go. Just in from Adam Schefter. Chicago is trading up from number 20 to the Giants' turn at number 11. Shit. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. one of them's coming off the board now, and I bet it's Justin Fields. More than likely. And I wouldn't mm-hmm. be shocked if Mac Jones follows him soon. Something tells me we're going to see another trade after the Giants. Oh, yeah. Chicago's going to take Justin Fields. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the uh that's the vibe I'm getting off of uh, social mean, media right Chicago, now from reactions. Evan, Evan, what state is Chicago in? That's uh Illinois. Just south of what state? Ohio? Mhm. Uh, oh God! Who, who's, a, who's after the Bears now? How far do we get to the Patriots? Dallas. It's, it's after the Bears. It'll be Dallas, then L.A., then Minnesota. None of them are taking court. We're gonna get. We're gonna get a shot at one of them. Whoever's That's entirely possible. It's entirely possible that Washington moves up. Oh, Look at this return. The Giants get not just pick uh, not just pick twenty. They get next year's first, a fifth this year, and a fourth next year. Wow! For number eleven. Wow. And they're saying yeah, next, they year's, did, next they year's first round. They didn't, they, need a they didn't need a quarterback. They're, they're saying that next year's That's first a, round uh, is supposed to be I big. Mean, I mean, you got to grade that right off the bat as a win for them. Oh, for the Giants, definitely. Because Chicago, they're saying that Chicago, next year's first. Chicago right now. Chicago right now is about to do something to fuck up a young kid's career. Yeah, it's unfortunate. And, well, that and the way they drafted in the past, I don't think they're going to take Fields. I think they'll take Mac Jones. And they said they said that Andy Dalton. They when they signed Andy Dalton, they told Andy Dalton he was going to be the starter. I think things well, are about probably, to change. He probably will. No matter what they do right now, he probably will start the first of the season. Uh, it looks like the Fields, Fields family looks kind of happy. Maybe they're going to get drafted, or maybe they're glad they're not going to get drafted right now. Well, who the no, hell that would want to like go to the Bears? Seriously, who the hell would want to go to the Bears? I wouldn't Mel Especially Kiper when they almost said, lost Mel Kuyper just said This draft pick right here Impacts what the Patriots do Yeah 
And it looks like it is official. According to Albert Breer, uh, Justin Fields is a bear. That's why we saw the uh, the huddle or them coming out of uh, or coming back into the picture like they did. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He looked. He looked. Yeah. They all looked really happy. They all looked really happy. Now, so it seems that if it seems that if the Patriots wanted to make a move, it still would have cost them a future first round pick. And, and you with know, them saying that next year, Steve, I keep going back to what I told you earlier today when we talked. Belichick and Saban are very, very tight, close friends. And I told you today, I know he picked Saban's brain about these quarterbacks. If Saban told him Mac Jones is better than Tua, Mac is better than this guy or better than that guy, maybe Belichick just let it fall right into his lap. Or he could be available, and he, like I said, he picked somebody from Bumfuck, Mississippi. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And it says here. But it looks uh, like Justin Fields is going to the Bears. God bless you, son. I, I, I feel for you. It was nice knowing you. You know, I I heard I heard something, uh, or I read something. Uh, that kind of kind of shook me a little bit. Uh, uh, when I looked at the Boston Globe's mock draft, uh, Jim McBride normally has a little bit of insight as to what the Patriots are going to do. He had them trading down. Now, this I, I don't think is even going to happen, but he had them trading down with the, with the Green Bay Packers to take Davis Mills out of Stanford. <laughs> I, don't, I honestly don't think they're going to trade down tonight. I think they're going to take their pick at 15 and either take the quarterback left at 15 or if uh, the Penn State linebacker is there, they're going to take him. Oh, so this is interesting. The Bears, they signed Mike Glennon back in, two, back in 2017, and they told him that he was the starter. They then traded up for Mitch Trubisky. They signed Andy Dalton this year and told him he's the starter, and now they've traded up for Justin Fields. Man. Bears fans are going to be excited about that. I don't blame them. I would be excited about having him, too. Yeah, we I have would. a couple of Bears I, fans I, and Sports Whispers that are going to be very excited about it. I would, I would have loved to have had him. I would. Shit. And and wouldn't you know it? This is the first time in nine drafts that Dave Gettleman has traded back. Ever since he's been with the Giants. Go figure. Well, well, it makes sense for him. I mean. You know, if he was going to pick right there, he was going to pick defense or he wasn't – I mean, there wasn't nobody there on offense he wanted. The wide receivers are dwindling down. He don't need a quarterback. There's no running backs. You would have to go defense. And, 
I mean, it, it makes sense. You can get defense later on. Yeah. You know, I kind of well, wonder, I, though, I, if I think, Mac I, Jones... You know, I think the Jazz probably made a, a decent move. You know, though, if Mac Jones is... If Mac Jones is potentially getting taken, could the Patriots still technically trade up now if they fear that Mac Jones is going to be taken within the next couple with, of picks? With who you said, with who you said that is left um, to pick before them, I don't think nobody's going to pick Mac Jones till we get down to New England. Well, well the pro- the problem is though is that the Saints. And the uh, even though the Saints were looking to trade up to get a cornerback, uh, quarterback was also on their list of potential needs. I don't, I don't, and, I don't think the Saints. I don't think the Saints are going to trade up for Mac Jones. I think they'll go into the season with Taysom Hill and Jameis, um, and hope they can trade for Rodgers. I don't think they're going to draft Mac Jones. So I really from, think he's going to fall right into the Patriots' lap. And that may be, I mean, Bill may be a genius. That may be who he wanted the whole time. And he didn't have to make you know, a trade. The, but at 15, if he's available, he don't take him. Shoot the son of a bitch. I don't care. It kind of makes sense, too, when you think about it, because all of this Justin Fields talk that was going around, that's pretty much a smokescreen now at this point. Just like at the number three pick, all the Mac Jones talk was a smokescreen for the Niners. Yeah, exactly. Now, the only, really the only realistic team that I could see, considering we've already seen uh, Chicago trade up from number 20, the only realistic team that I see potentially threatening the Patriots right now is Washington trading up before the Patriots. Yeah, but I'm sure Bill's got calls in and 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 is like, if you hear from somebody else, check back with me before you make a deal. Looks like the Cowboys are taking a pick, so they're not yep. trading back any further. Well, they're not going to take a quarterback. No, no. At least I would hope not, because otherwise you're sending a pretty bad uh, a pretty bad signal to your uh, to the guy that's supposed to be your franchise player. Right. Oh, and not to mention, Chicago also has Nick Foles on their roster too who has $9 million guaranteed for this season. So Chicago is spending a shit ton for their, for, for their quarterback position. Yeah. And I mean, they're also the team that picked Trubisky. So. True. <laughs> But I do think Josh Fields is way better than him as a prospect. There you go right there. Look at the Cowboys' defense. They need to go defense. I bet they take the linebacker from Penn State. 
to replace Sean Lee. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I think they were pissed off. I think they were pissed off that uh, that Sertain got taken right before that. Yeah. But yeah. if you get that linebacker from Penn State, that's not bad. The guy's good. Um, and you're losing Sean Lee. I mean, it seems like yeah. a natural fit, right? It right. does. Yeah, it, he'll slot right in basically. Oh, Lord, look at here. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. That's got to be somebody from Whispers. <laughs> is it a fat – is it a – wait a minute. Is this, is this, is this the fat godfather or Whoopi Goldberg? What the hell is – Yeah, that's the guy I want to see talking about mental health of America. <laughs> Oh my God! Jerry Jones is shitting in his pants right now. Although he does that on a regular basis, but still. <laughs> Come on, Roger, okay, Roger. get to the damn, damn pick. pick. <laughs> we don't give a fuck who that is. Roger's gonna get COVID tonight. You watch. <laughs> no, he's fully he's fully vaccinated, don't you know? Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> oh, they're booing. They're booing. That's who I said they'd take. That's a good pick. He's good. He, he is he's really, really good. Really, really good. He signed out last year. Micah Parsons, they say he has he has shades of Jalen Smith of Jalen Smith in his game. Oh, he's good. He's really good. <laughs> he he, he mm-hmm. can get penetration to the quarterback and he's solid on his tackles in, in the running game. Um he's good. He's really good. If you wanted a defensive player, if you wanted a linebacker, that's your guy. That's who you should have took. Just watch him. Just watch him. You're not getting away from him. He's strong. And he's quick. See? Look at him go side to side. Man. You know they do say the, the uh, one of the reports I read said he is still a little raw for his position though. Well, yeah, he so, signed out all the last season, and he switched yeah. positions. Um, he started out as a, a defensive end pass rusher, but uh, uh, he, he's he's got raw talent. He's got it. If you want to line him you up know, at, at deep. If you want to line him up at defensive end, let him rush. You want to play him at at uh, linebacker. Uh, hell, he could probably even play safety. You know, it's kind of funny though. Uh, Jerry Jones at his pre-draft press conference said that players who opted out this season are quote unquote compromised. 
tonight that same Jerry Jones selects Micah Parsons, who sat out this season. Well, Jerry likes to drink. So do you, you have to – I mean, that's how Jimmy Johnson lost his job. Jerry got drunk over a big dinner after they won the Super Bowl and took all the fucking credit and said he could have won without Jimmy. <laughs> and Jimmy heard about it and said, fuck you, I'm out of here. So uh, one of the guys that, I follow. I'm not making uh, that shit up. That actually happened. Jimmy and Jerry were roommates in college at Arkansas. They both played offensive line at Arkansas. That, honest to God, happened. Jerry got drunk and took all the credit, and Jimmy heard about it and said, fuck you, I'm gone. I, I remember you mentioned that actually when we were um, they, they have, when we they talked have about never been the same about, since uh, Jimmy left. When we when we talked about uh, about Jimmy during during Nicaragua, I believe actually uh, not yeah. not on the uh, not on the uh, Memories podcast, but on uh, when we talked about it in Whispers Premiere, I think at one point. Uh, you that brought is that a up, true story. Uh, Brenda, Brenda, Brenda used to go to his house on Survivor Nights and watch the episode with him and his wife, and she would call me from there, and she she would put him on the phone with me. He knew I was a, a Razorback fan, and we got along. We talked about that, and that is a true fucking story, I'm telling you. That's why he left. He said Jerry got drunk at a dinner at a banquet, took all the fucking credit, and ran him down, and he said, I'm out of here. Fuck you. Now there's one straight, uh, one guy that, that I follow. That is straight from that is straight from Jimmy Johnson's mouth. Look at poor Mac. <laughs> <laughs> San Diego, San Diego. I mean the Chargers. I still call him San Diego. I'm, I'm trying to get used to. Los Angeles and Vegas, I can't get used to it. Um, they're not going to take no. Mac Jones. They've got a good young quarterback, Bear. They need to get some weapons around him or maybe some defense. They're not going to take Mac Jones. This shit is falling right into Belichick's lap, and he will fuck it up. Just watch. So one, uh, it's funny you say that, Jim, because one guy I follow uh, in Boston sports, he said uh, at the beginning of the week, actually, Monday, he said, as we enter NFL draft week, more and more mocks have the Patriots selecting a quarterback in round one. So I'm mentally, I'm mentally prepared for them to take an offensive tackle. And just now he retweeted that and he said, man, it's going to happen, isn't it? I'm afraid so. And, I, and I'm and and I'm on a cell phone right now, and if if I lose contact with you, you're gonna know I threw it through the fucking window after he does. <laughs> I've done it. Hey, yeah. I've done it before. I've done it before. I've been down in Memphis at, at those Memphis in May concerts outdoors, and had stores calling me all through the damn night asking shit while I'm trying to join us. I have thrown a fucking phone in the Mississippi River before, so don't put it past me. 
Oh, man. We are so close. Just two more picks. That's this is too fucking. Survived. This is too fucking perfect with the Belichick Saban connection and us getting a chance to get Saban's quarterback. It's too fucking perfect. If he don't do this, I swear to God, I'm gonna go fucking ape shit. <laughs> it's gonna be Kellen Mond, or no? It's gonna be Davis Mills. Or no, I'll give you a better. No, answer. you don't. You don't, take, you don't take Kellen Mond over Mac Jones. You don't do it. I'm a, They're gonna. I'm an SEC guy. Kellen Mond is going to be a backup quarterback in the NFL. Mac Jones is going to start Jim, somewhere. Jim, I'll, gi- I'll give you a better one. They're going to take a. They're going to take a reach, a gigantic reach, and take Kyle Trask in the second round. <sighs> I'll lose. I'm fucking losing. I'll lose it. Trask ain't worth a shit. I, I told you that all season when he was piling up his numbers. Did I not tell you, Steve, like fucking yes, 10 weeks ago, the only reason this guy's getting attention is because of Kyle Pitts? Yeah. Well, I, I told you I would rather have the Arkansas quarterback than Kyle Trask. Felipe Franks, yeah. Yeah, he can throw the fucking long ball, man, and he can run. Trask can't do shit but stand in the pocket. And you know, Kyle I, I did Pitts, notice. Kyle Pitts made him a star. You know, I did notice one thing. Out of all the leaks that have happened, not one leak has been about Mac Jones for the Patriots. It's been about, oh, they did a lot of homework on Kyle Trask. Uh, you know, they're, they're talking about potentially uh, trading up maybe to draft uh, Justin Fields. Even Trey Lance was thrown in there. Not a single you know, mention of I'll Mac Jones. You don't, have, you don't have to draft, you don't have to draft, draft Kyle Trask in the first round. You don't have to. You can get him in the second or third round. You better get Mac Jones now, or somebody at the bottom of the draft is going to pick him up to be a good backup. Yeah, exactly. Actually, let me take a look right now at the. Yeah, you, you, other you don't have to draft Kyle Trask right now. You don't have to do that. At 16, we have we have Arizona. At 17, you got Vegas, and at 18, you got Miami. I guarantee you, if it looks like LA has made their pick, if Minnesota doesn't trade their pick and they take somebody, 15 is going to be the only chance that the Patriots are going to have to take Mac Jones. Exactly. And I because you, if, if they, they don't do it, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking go berserk if they don't. Because if they trade, thank you. If they trade down, if they trade down, if they trade down, then, I may lose my phone and TV both. Then oh no! But if they if they trade down, Washington is trading up. Because there's no way that they're going through. With with Fitzpatrick, I think the Chargers are off the board. Okay, 
Rashawn Slater. Yeah, he's good. He's good. He's good. Probably a good move for the Chargers. Their offense is their offense is pretty decent. You know, they they lost Hunter Henry, which that's a big chunk to lose Hunter Henry. But um, they needed some help. Now, I don't think this is a good good move for them. Now the Vikings are up. You know, they got Kirk Cousins. How do you like me now? Um, they're not going to pick a quarterback. Nope. And also shades of Zach Martin in uh, in Slater's uh, game. All pro, all pro guard for, uh, or no, guard or tackle for uh, for Dallas. I'm, I'm starting I to forget. slowly. I forget if he's a guard or a tackle. I'm, I'm starting to slowly prepare myself. Oh, I've been preparing all day, Jim. For Bill not taking Mac Jones. I'm starting to try to prepare myself and calm down and not just tear up my whole damn man cave. And as Patriots fans desperately wait to see what they do at number 15, releases the or releases releases the commercial for Tom Brady's Man in the Arena documentary. How fitting! I've got a I wore a brand new Patriots cap tonight for good luck, and so far it's working. If he don't take him, I'm gonna burn that son of a bitch. I'm telling you. <laughs> And uh, this isn't looking good. Um, from one of my, from one of the Boston guys, he said we're getting into Elijah Vera Tucker, Zayvon Collins, Quiddy Pay territory here. Oh my God! Oh my God! Fire! Oh my God! Fire that guy! I don't need to hear that shit. Fire! Uh, uh, I, I hope the guy. Hello. We're Patriots. What the fuck do they need? They need a quarterback. Yeah. You know, this is interesting, though. Mac Jones has actually – you mentioned this pre, uh, previously about, about, the, uh, about the comparisons to Brady when it comes to, uh, you know, the, uh, the draft picture. But – Jim McBride of the Boston Globe has actually said there is some validity to comparisons of, oh, boy. The Vikings are talking trade oh, at number trade 14. Alert. Oh, God. You've got to be. Uh, to the Jets. Oh, my. To the Jets. Oh, oh no. Jets. Okay. 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 Jets don't need a quarterback. Jets don't need a quarterback. They just took a quarterback. Jets don't need a quarterback, and we know the Jets don't know what the fuck they're doing, so don't worry about them. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the Jets already took a quarterback. Yeah, we, yeah, we don't worry about but Wait a minute. Maybe we should worry about them because it's the Jets and they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They might be another one. Yeah, uh, Jeff, Jeff Howe just just uh, tweeted double quarterback, question mark. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> they are they are pretty fucking stupid. They are really really stupid. <laughs> they are. 
they so they traded up from the number two. I think Evan's having a good time listening to me and my emotions tonight. <laughs> hey, the Chiefs don't have any picks tonight, so yeah, they I was kind of surprised about that. They don't need no damn well, picks. The, they got an all star every position. Yeah, they got Orlando Brown from uh, from Baltimore. They, they built first round pick. They, so. they went out. They went out and built up probably the best offensive line in the league, and most fans won't see that. But that's really really big. That's really big. Stan and Tooney from the Patriots and Brown. Come on. They've got the skill, people. So, yeah, oh, that's all what we do. We, we, we build up the offensive From all indications, it looks like it looks like the Jets pick is not a quarterback. They're not saying what it is, but they're saying that it's that uh, that Mac Hell, Jones no, is there no, for the Patriots no, the Jets, if they want they can them. Pick a fucking kicker. Who knows? They are. <laughs> I mean, they're. I mean, seriously. Let's just be honest. They're horrible. I, I, if I was a Jets fan, I, I just don't think I could still be on the bandwagon. I think I'd be done. I don't know how in the hell Corey Turner still pulls for them. Poor kids. I don't know how Lou still pulls for them. Oh. And Lou, uh, Lou didn't join us tonight. I think he has. I think he has another show that he does usually on Thursday night. So that's why he couldn't join us tonight. But uh, yeah, he'll probably I saw where uh, I saw where Rail said he might try to join us. Yeah, I didn't get. Uh, I didn't see any um, any other calls on here. So we we have just uh, just us three. Yeah, I had a little. I had a little bit of. Uh, had a little bit of blowback from the decision to do this and not do a Survivor Memories podcast this week, but I think most of you probably saw what I said. Yeah. I don't care what you think. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you think, exactly. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you think. What matters is what I think. And, I mean, this is like an event now. You know, we talked about it when we first started the podcast Super Bowls of event, World Series event, NBA playoffs event, Augusta yep. um, in golf event, Talladega, NASCAR event. The NFL draft is an event now. So um, why not, why not, you know, have a special sports whispers podcast, you know? Um, we'll be yep. back next week. We got we got something coming up. We got something coming up. Might be Big Brother. Um, but uh you know me, Steve, I don't really give a fuck what people say. <laughs> yeah, but you're always you're always thinking uh you're always thinking ahead though too. Yeah. I mean, why not why not promote sports whispers and 
cover the NFL drafts. I mean, normally every year, uh, me and you and Tim, Evan, everybody else is sit there and post it 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 and post it. And sports whispers about what's going on. Let's just do a damn podcast and forget the posting and just talk about it. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it looks like the Jets have selected an offensive lineman, and Bill Belichick is probably pissed off at who it is, too. Because he's one of the guys that Belichick supposedly liked. Oh, yeah. I know it's going to end bad tonight. After after the after the Patriots pick, it's going to end so fucking bad because he's not going to pick Mac Jones, and I'm going to go ape shit. And no time, I, I, I won't have a phone. I won't have a TV. I may have a hole in the wall. Um, JJ's going to jump on my ass. It looks like they're taking a guy who's the shade who has shades of Isaiah Wynn in his game, which means he's going to be injured quite a lot. Right. Isaiah Wynn, when he's healthy, he's great, but he has trouble being healthy. Oh my God, Jim! Oh my God, Jim! Uh, I think. I think your phone is safe, and I think your TV and your wall are safe, because guess who's on the phone right now? Hey. Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Are are the Patriots next? The Patriots are next, and and if this is official, it looks like, according to The Athletic, the Patriots have selected Mac Jones. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Put me on mute because I'm going to have an orgasm. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's probably exactly who he wanted. Bill probably let this fall right into his fucking lap while we sat here and sweat all night. Probably. God, if he don't take Mac Jones, I'm fucking done with him. I'm done with him if he don't take Mac Jones. It was either him or this offensive lineman. You can let that sorry-ass camp start off the season, but before it's over, Mac's got to play. And, I mean, you can get rid of Stidham now because you've already told everybody he's not your guy because you wouldn't even let him play when Cam couldn't even complete a pass to a sideline official. And they've said all along, too, that Mac Jones, assuming this is the pick, that Mac Jones would be a perfect fit for the New England Patriots uh, system. Oh, I, I agree. I agree. And, and, you know, we, Steve, we talked about, like I said, we talked about it again today, the connection between Belichick and Saban. And I told you, I told you, Belichick would ask Saban, who is the best quarterback in the SEC? Well, if Saban said said it's my guy, it's my guy, Belichick would trust Saban. He would trust Nick Saban because they're so, you know, they're such good friends. 
and Scott Zolak oh, just said, Mac Jones looking, oh, my God, three. he's looking happy. I think I'm going to have a Oh, that's Zolak just him. said. They're going to Zolak just said he should have went number three. That's what they're all talking about. Belichick just sat there and let it come to him. Without even having to give up anything. Oh, God, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I may cry. I may cry. Okay, enough of it, Goodell. Let's get to the pick. Come on. Come on, make it official. Oh, for fuck's sake. Come on, Goodell. Come on. You know, it's odd, too, because at his at his uh, pro day, Belichick didn't look too, uh, didn't look too impressed. But I told you he really trusts Saban. He really yeah, trusts Saban. Steve, maybe that was a smokescreen. Make it look like he wasn't impressed. Possible. So other teams exactly. might start exactly. thinking. Thank God. (laughs) The wait is finally over, and we can finally we can finally start talking about the successor. We have our quarterback. Look at Mac. He's walking like a like a man on a mission right now. <laughs> oh my God! This is you know, so perfect. You know, this is really going to This is really going to motivate him too, actually, because of all the teams that passed on him. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Oh my God! This is perfect. Oh my God! We got our guy. We got it. I mean, he's he's what Brady was. Brady couldn't run. He stayed in that pocket. He was accurate. He read defenses. That's my Jones. Or how about you want to talk about a comparison, not just to Brady? Guess who the other comparison is? Matt Ryan when he was when he was uh, MVP. Oh my God! And everybody's saying, "Oh, he got carried by he got carried by uh, by an elite offensive uh, unit in Alabama." Oh, Come oh. on. All, all I'm just ran in here and, and asked me if I was okay because I was hollering so loud. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, that that tells you one thing. That tells you that Belichick looked at looked at uh, the mobile game that Cam Newton had last year and said, "No, I'm going back to the I'm going back to the to the pocket passer. I'm not." 
Imagine, uh, we're not playing with this imagine, mobile shit Imagine again. how Mac Jones and his family feels going to the Patriots with Belichick. Everybody's saying they're going to be stuck in mediocrity. Come on. These guys obviously did not see how he keep him. This is a I think, guy. I think Cam will start three or four games, but then Mac will come in. Probably. I mean, keep, keep in mind. All, all the analysts out here are saying he's ready to play right now. And I still believe that. I still believe he is. He is a Patriot quarterback. The Patriots don't care about all that running around and doing shit. Yeah, Cam does that, so they mixed it in. But Brady didn't do that shit. They got a quarterback or drop back, read a defense, be accurate, and understand the defense. And just do your job. That's a Patriots. Just do your job. Wow. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Look at that. Look, look. Wow. Sports sports radio is going to be a must-listen tomorrow. That old oh, family is like, you're a fucking patriot. Wow. <sighs> now we can finally breathe. It's like Greenberg's saying now. All the talk that the Patriots will have to trade up, trade up, trade up, and he fell right to them. We didn't have to oh, give nothing up. We didn't have to give nothing up. To get Matt Jones. Yeah, that just tell that just tells you that he was Belichick's guy the entire time. Belichick has balls of steel. He played it out and let it happen. He has balls of steel. I told you, Steve, we we you know, he he may have a better read on this than what we're looking at. Yeah. And I think, if anything, he's pissed off, too, that Brady uh, ended up going to Tampa and winning the Super Bowl like he did. So, that's why. I have not. You know, I will be honest right now. Carolina, I'm at the Cardinals pick. I have never heard of him. Never heard of him either. And I heard that he was a potential Patriot. I've never heard of him. Well, Colin, the fact that we never heard, heard of him would have made, made him a good for the Patriots. Well, hey, that means yeah, that, if we would have took know, if we would if we would have took him and passed over Mac Jones, yeah, I mean my phone's gone, my TV's gone, my window's gone. JJ JJ's making me sleep on the couch. Well, speaking of JJ, Vegas is up now. Yeah, oh. Raiders up now. Yeah, I posted this in uh, Sports Whispers today. I mean, she loves. I mean, she loves Derek Carr because he went to Fresno State. That's where she went. I mean, 
Um, and I said, you know, they may get Aaron Rodgers, but if if they <laughs> trade for Aaron Rodgers, they may, they probably will give up Carr in the deal. And she's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, what? <laughs> you don't want Aaron Rodgers? She's like, no, you can't trade Derek Carr. You can't trade Derek. You can't trade Derek. I'm like, that's why y'all fucking always lose. <laughs> so he did He did win, uh, as far as Mac Jones goes, he did win the Davey O'Brien quarterback award this past year, which is judged to, the player he, judged to be the best of all quarterbacks. If you protect him... And surround him with players. He's going to be fine. Which is what he's going to he's have. Very, he's is what he's, he's very have. accurate. He's very accurate. He reads defenses. He's played at a high level at Alabama. He's had great coaching. And he's not going to be someone that's going to, you know, be like some of these modern-day quarterbacks and run around and pick you up 15 yards rushing. Protect him. Give him time, and he'll hit his receiver. And he is also the winner of the Manning Award, which is given to the best collegiate quarterback judged to be the best in the United States. Last year's winner was Joe Burrow. See, I thought I thought San Francisco should have took him at three. Yeah. But I'm surprised they didn't, honestly. I'm surprised they went with Trey Lance. So now, you know, there was all this talk. There was all this talk that they were saying how, uh, you know, there was no smoke uh, when it came to the Jimmy Garoppolo talks with the Patriots. Kind of makes me think now that the Patriots never really talked with San Francisco. I, I yeah, really, and, and don't get me wrong, I like Jimmy G. I always have, but I think his injuries have kind of put him on another list to where he's damaged goods, and people don't want to take that risk. Yeah, probably I mean, not. If you're, look, if you're, looking, if you're looking in the future, for a starting quarterback for the future, five or ten years from now, Jimmy G is probably not the guy. Yeah. And Mac Jones said... Uh, back, back, when, back when he was Brady's understudy, yeah, he was that guy. But it's not like that anymore. So look at, look at these... Uh, listen to these stats. This year, he threw for fourth, or first off, he completed 77.4% of his passes for 4,500 yards, 41 touchdowns, and over the last two years, on 543 pass attempts, he threw just seven picks over the last two years. He had great coaching. He had... He had he had Saban and he had Steve Sarkeesian, who is a great offensive mind, um, and he had a lot of talent around him. That's going to be the key. 
New England needs to surround him with some people, you know. You can't expect him to do like Brady did and win with a bunch of shit-ass people that nobody knows. That's how good Brady was. Mac Jones is not going to be able to do that. You need to give him some help. (laughs) But, but, you know, they worked on that. In their defense, they worked on that in the offseason. They brought in Hunter Henry. They brought in the tight end from the from the Titans. So they're working on that. They got great running backs if they just keep them. Um, it it's you know it's to me it's looking like it's moving up a little bit. You know. Yeah. Just depends on how long they go with the cam thing before they pull the plug and say, okay, you're not our guy, because that's going to yeah. happen. That's going to happen. And it, makes sense. it makes sense, too, why they only gave him $3 million, too. Yeah. It's going to happen, yeah. Steve. Now, does Stidham not- stay on the roster, or is he gone? I think he's. I think he's gone unless, unless they believe that Mac Jones can start right away, and they end up either cutting or trading uh, Newton. I mean, they could go. They could go in the season with uh, Mac Jones, Newton, and Hoyer. I doubt it. Although, although they did say that uh, they did tell Hoyer to stay put and not sign with anybody just yet. So maybe that is a possibility then. Unless they decide yeah. to unless they unless they decide no, I don't think they'll cut Newton right away actually. Um cuz it would be wow. kind of shitty. My, for Miami Miami takes Miami takes Leatherwood from Bama offensive tackle to give Tua some protection. That's no. That's, that's a uh, good move. That's, that's Vegas. That, that's, that's the Raiders. Vegas. That's a good move. That's a good Miami's move. Miami's up now, Jim. You what, Evan? Miami's up now. That was the Raiders that took him. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Well, that's a good move for the Raiders. He's a good. Ta- he's a good tackle. He's a good offensive lineman. Uh, he, he's a pancake Jim, guy. He'll put you on your ass. Jim, the, uh, recep- the reception that the Patriots pick is getting out of 1,446 votes so far uh, for do you like the Patriots selecting Mac Jones with the 15th pick, 83.2% have voted yes. Oh, I, I, I think it's a home run. I think it's a home and, run. The top, the top comment is the alternative is Cam Newton. So I fucking love this pick. <laughs> I already told you. I already told you. Cam, New- Cam Newton can't hit his butt with both hands. <laughs> and one of the one of the Boston guys said. A rookie quarterback, no Garoppolo. Just tell me you'll get Cam Newton out of our lives by August, and this will be an A plus draft. Yeah, yeah. You 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 can let you can let Cam go. We can start Mac, and you can keep Stidham as the backup. 
I wouldn't be opposed to letting Cam go at all. Not at all. And you want to talk about uh, about trust and the relationship between Belichick and Saban? Mac Jones becomes the 11th player that Belichick has drafted that played under Nick Saban in college, which extends the record for the most players taken by a pro college coach, uh, by a pro slash college coach combo in the common draft era. Yeah, I told you. I mean, they're they're tight, man. They're they're tight. They're really. Really good friends. They spend a lot of time together, and they talk a lot. Um, and and, and, and you could further, Steve, you could further extend that to other players that uh, Bill has picked from the SEC, because I'm sure that Nick has told him, hey, that linebacker over to Arkansas, or hey, that offensive tackle from uh, Florida, I mean, you know Nick don't just pimp his own players. You know if he knows there's somebody in the SEC that Bill should look at, he's going to tell him. So that study should go even further besides the two of them into Belichick in the SEC. We know he picks SEC guys. He's picked a lot of, he's picked a lot of Razorbacks. Yep. What are we? Oh, Jalen Phillips. Jalen Phillips out of Miami. Yeah, I, I had heard his name a lot today. That he was, he was a really and look, look. I mean, uh, he's a big dude. Um, I had heard that. But, yeah, the, 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 the whole uh, thing about Saban and Belichick is it ain't just to pick Bama players. Saban's in the SEC, and he can tell Belichick, you know, the guy at Tennessee or the guy at Auburn, the guy, you know, at, at Texas A&M, Missouri, Arkansas, Vandy, Georgia, South Carolina, Florida, he can tell him. You need to watch this guy because Saban knows. That's a really, really good connection that that New England has is because of Belichick and and Saban's friendship. Well, I just I just put a uh, I just put a side by side comparison in whispers of Tom Brady and uh, and Mac Jones, and uh, I'll tell you one thing: we saw how Brady turned out with the body like that. And now you got Max yeah, Jones. Did, yeah, with did, a cigar you, did in his you mouth. the post? I, did you the the picture I saw today of of them side by side with uh, Mac with a cigar in his mouth? Yep, yep. I just posted that. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, he's he, he's in even worse shape than Brady was. <laughs> <laughs> now think about this. Here's a new fear for Jets fans because remember that Chad Pennington was drafted in the same draft as Brady. Pennington went number 18, and Brady, of course, won 99. Jones is number 15. Wilson is number two. Imagine if Jones has a better career than Wilson, and Wilson flames out like uh, like Darnold did. 
Art Wilson or, or maybe Fields. Um, I think I think to Wilson's credit, he got drafted into a perfect system for him. He's going to a team that they don't expect their quarterback to run a lot. They want somebody to sit in the pocket, make good decisions and good throws, good reads. The Patriots don't give a fuck about a quarterback that can run the ball. They never have. No. Now, stick, sticking with Alabama, um, I think, obviously, they still have uh, Najee Harris out there. I'll tell you one thing. Yeah, I've seen him projected at the bottom of the first round, maybe to the Steelers or somebody. But they need a replacement for Connor. Yeah, but they need a place. When 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 do when do we pick again? Uh, Patriots don't pick until. Let me check. Sometime. In and the, the thing, and the thing uh, is, we we've got good running backs. We've got a guy from yeah. Bama. We 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 don't pick until We've got good running backs. We don't need a running back. Yeah, it says it says we don't pick until until forty six. So the fourteenth pick of the second round. Yeah, we may need defense or a wide out. Yeah, we don't need a running back. We we've got running backs. They list uh, they list wide receiver as the second biggest need that the Patriots need right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we don't need a running back. We got running backs. But I, as I far as look, what I read about, as far as what I read about Najee, he was lower first round, and Pittsburgh was really wanting him. Yeah, and it makes sense too because of the fact that they need to replace uh, they need to replace James Conner. Yeah, well Najee's good, man. I mean, you saw him play; he's good. He's good. He's really good. Yeah, I need to find. I, mean, Bama, I need to find. Bama, Bama puts out good running backs. Look at the guy we got. Look at Derrick uh, Henry. Bama puts out good running backs. You know, there's one guy that I'm looking at. Who did I see them listed on? Uh, one of the – wait a minute. One of the uh, mock drafts I saw had them taking Amonra St. Brown with a number two pick, the wide receiver out of uh, – or not number two, the second-round pick, the wide receiver out of USC. Uh, also on that potential option was Kadarius Tony out of uh, – out of Florida, and they also had Rondale Moore as an option in different mock drafts I was looking at. I will guarantee you all these so-called experts tomorrow are going to be bragging about how Belichick didn't do a thing and Mac Jones fell right to him. There was only one person. There was only one person that 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 took Mac Jones, uh, that had Mac Jones at number fifteen without the Patriots trading up. 
I guarantee you that's going to be a big storyline tomorrow. How did the Patriots get Mac Jones and not even have to trade up? Yeah, hang on. Let me find. Let me find who it was. Uh, oh wait, no. Todd McShay today. McShay said Jones without having to trade up. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Um, and uh, Charles said Jones going also. Kiefer had Jones going at three to the Niners. McShay. Yep. Had him dropping to New England. Yeah, and Charles uh, Charles Davis also had uh, also had them staying pat and taking uh, and taking Mac Jones. So there are a few a few people, but definitely not as many as uh, so. As those so that tomorrow, McShay's going to tell Kuiper, "Eat your crew." Yep. And and I told you what I told you what Kuiper said about it. Kuiper said it mm-hmm. doesn't come down to how we evaluate them. It comes down to what teams want and how they draft. And yeah. he also said it comes down to our sources. So I guess McShay had a better source. Well, wow, Washington took linebacker. I'm kind of surprised. I thought they would have gone receiver. They took uh wow. That kind of surprises me a little bit. What? They take they take Jamin Davis out of Kentucky, uh Washington. Hmm. Instead of I thought I thought that they were going to take uh, I thought that they were going to take a receiver because of because of the fact that they're thin they're thin at a at receiver. Hmm. I don't know. I had a I had a mm-hmm. message. We, we were on the road today. We were we were going to a store to pick up some stuff, and I had a message from Teresa. You know who's you know it. Involved in whispers and normally on our uh, first night pods and wasn't happy that <laughs> we were doing sports tonight instead of Survivor. But yep. uh, I had a I had a message from her while we were on the road asking me who is Johanna Early, and I was trying to type back to her while I was driving, and I said that's. Uh, that's a shared account from uh, Jenna and Lil' JJ, and normally it's Lil' JJ. Why? And she's like, well, I saw the name and I didn't know. I said, don't bother sending a friend request. We don't allow them to do that yet. So, um, But I, I had to eventually pull over on the side of the road to reply to her messages because I was trying to drive and type, and I even I, I was screwing up, you know, my typing, and um, so I don't know. I just throw that out there so you know about that, Steve. Mm. 
Yeah, just in, just in case. Uh, what's it called? Um, if he mentions anything. Yeah. Well, I did warn her. I did warn her. I said, don't don't even bother trying to send a friend request because we don't allow them to do that. And I did tell her normally it's little JJ. Sometimes it's Jenna, but normally it's little JJ. Um. And I did. I did ask her. I said, "Why? Why are you asking me this?" And she says, "Well, because I saw them post, and I didn't know who it was." Hmm. Okay. Says here, Mac Jones uh, on NFL.com's rating scale is marked a six point three three, and on that rating scale, it means that uh, he will be a starter within the first two seasons. I think he'll start in the first season about midway because Cam's going to do what Cam does. We're going to probably be like two and four, and they're going to go to Mac yeah. Jones. That wouldn't shock me. And you know, you know what? Uh, I think Jones, uh, man, with them having Kendrick Bourne now, with how explosive he uh, he was at some points with San Francisco. Imagine if he if he is able to create space in that offense. Well, yeah, and you, and you got Hunter Henry. You got Hunter Henry working the middle of the field. Yeah, uh, he's also tight And Nelson Aguilar as well. There's he's definitely going to have weapons to use for sure. Yeah, he, with all the he, he, may not have, he may not have what you consider star-studded assets, but he's got assets. He's got assets. And he's oh, got, I, I bring this up again. People overlook this. The Patriots have a couple of very good running backs. Wow, this is a bit of a reach. Uh, the Giants are taking. It sounds like they're taking Kadarius Tony with the number twenty pick. And he was projected to go second round. Hmm. There's Roger. How so you doing, buddy? Come kiss my ass, because I'm Roger Goodell. So they get they get Kenny Galladay in the off season, and now they get Kadarius Tony. Talk about weapons for Daniel Jones, assuming he can hang on to the ball. No, nah, Tony's good. He's good. He's good. Oh, Giants fans hate it for some reason. Why? He's good. Yeah, I, I don't understand it. Uh, apparently, I, I guess either. the Giants. Uh, I, think, uh, I, I, I guess it's a, a, I guess a good pick. What did they want? I guess what did the Giants fans want? I guess they were expecting something else. Uh, he's good. I don't. I don't understand that. I don't understand why. I mean, you know, they're getting the other guy from Kyle Pitts. The other receiver on Florida. Yep. 
So now the Giants' offensive arsenal stands like this. They got Daniel Jones, obviously, at quarterback. They got Saquon Barkley returning. Uh, wide receiver, their wide receiver core now is Kenny Galladay, Kadarius Toney, Sterling Shepard, and Darius Slayton. And they have Evan Ingram and Kyle Rudolph as their tight ends, assuming Rudolph can get back to uh, get back to playing like he used to play. That's not a bad offense at all for the Giants. Uh, don't, I, I don't care what the Giant fans are saying. Tony's a good pick. I'm kind of surprised at the at the reaction they they gave. I am too because he's a good pick. He's a good pick. Mm-hmm. He's he's um the Heisman winner down a notch. He's not as good as the Heisman winner, but he's just down a notch. He's good. Now it kind of makes sense why they traded down. Because obviously, if they if they had their eyes on him all along, they weren't going to take him all the yeah, way up they, to number they eleven. Knew they, could, they knew they could make the trade, get something else, and still get who they wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it makes sense. Yeah. And maybe that's got a lot to do with who they have coaching there now. He learned in New Possibly. England. Uh, Jim, it looks like it wasn't a good it wasn't a good night for our Red Sox. Four to one oh, right now. God. Four to one. So, uh, <laughs> Martin Perez only gave up two runs. or no, Martin Perez gave up two runs, but only one of them was earned. And Sawamura gave up two runs in in an inning and a third. And it looks like the only offense of the night came from Rafael Devers with uh, with an RBI. Oh, Devers is good. I, how how long have I been, how, Steve, how long have I been preaching Devers? When he came up as a rookie, I was like, let him play, let him play, let him play, let him play. You remember that? Yeah. Yep. I do, and I remember we were pissed off at the, at at uh, at them continuing to sit him. Yeah, they they were playing uh, Eduardo instead of Devers. Yeah, Eduardo Nunez. Yep. Yeah, they they were playing Nunez, and it was driving me nuts. You know, he has rebounded though for. Uh, after a slow start to the season, he has rebounded a uh, 295 batting average, six homers, 20 RBIs now. Hey, he's, he, he's a star. He, they need to keep him. They need to lock him in, lock in X. Um, they got JD, lock in I think Vasquez. I, he's getting better and better and better. Um, Arroyo. I, think Bogart, I think Bogarts is already locked up, I think. Yeah. Um, the questions become out in left and center, you know. Um, 
and I would Chris rather Sale have Chavez return. Chris, Chris, Sale, Chris Sale will return soon, which is going to even bolster the pitching staff even better. Um, yeah. I think the questions are, uh, and the bullpen has been great this year. Surprise. With the exception surprise. of a few. I think the, the questions become in left field and center field. You know what, though? Uh, with Marwin Gonzalez batting under 200 right now, uh, I'm kind of thinking they would have gotten more production out of Michael Chavez if they had kept Chavez up in the in the majors. Yeah, I like Chavez. I, I like Dahlbeck. I like the young guys. Um, I like Tanner pitching. Um, I'm all for pushing the young guys. Um, but it doesn't look like we've got an answer in left and center. They should have kept Benny yeah. out in left. They should have just kept or Benny. Even in, or even in right, too, actually, because Hunter Renfro, he's been absolutely atrocious this year. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know they're having trouble in the outfield when they're start when they start having J.D. playing the outfield instead of D.H.ing. You know there's problems yeah, out there. I would, say, I would say center field is fine because Verdugo primarily plays center, although he plays right. all around the outfield. I, but I think he primarily plays center. I agree so. about Alex. I said the whole time on the Mookie trade, the whole big key was getting Verdugo. I thought he was going to end up being a star. If you're going to lose Mookie, at least you got Verdugo, and I thought he had a really, really good future. So I agree with that. Um, yeah, left and right field, I don't know. You know, I thought I thought Frenchie was going to be okay, but I don't know. Yeah, and I was talking. I was talking with Jared uh, when the whole Mookie Betts trade went down and he, he didn't like Verdugo's numbers and I said, dude, did you forget that Verdugo was injured part of the season? And yet he still put Verdugo. up like 12 I always loved that. Uh, that was the only thing I liked about the deal. Um, we, let, we, let, we let a potential closer and stopper in the bullpen go that the Dodgers got, you know, in that three-way thing. And yeah. he's – With Gratterall. Uh, and he's badass. He is badass. You know, they were worried about him because of his injuries. And, I, I mean, I guess I get that, but the dude is bad. I, I wanted him, too. But and I was – not just as if I was going to lose Mookie, I was glad we got Alex. Yeah, but not just his injuries, but also the shape he was in because he looked like he had just come from a donut store. When at first, uh, Colts, Colts, Colts picked the defensive end from Michigan, Quiddy Payne. My first and that makes question sense. is. My first question is, and I have experienced this because we have seven children. My first question is, why the fuck you going to name a boy Quiddy? 
I I don't even know how to answer that. I mean, our last one is Jordy, but can't you kind of understand Jordy as a boy's name, maybe in sports, Jordy? Yeah, yeah, but, I could see that. But, but Quitty, Quitty? And here's the thing with this pick. To me, I'm sorry, he may turn out great, but most Michigan players don't pan out in the NFL. More Ohio State players pan out in the NFL than players from Michigan. Yeah. There's only a select few, and so far, uh, uh, what's it called? Chase Winovich and uh, Josh Uch are still questionable. Yeah, Winovich is still questionable, and to me, that's questionable because I think he should get more playing time because I think he's good. But, you know, Belichick makes millions of money to make that decision, and I don't, so I don't know. I think you should get yeah, more playing time. I think I think Belichick kind of hated how uh, how he uh, how he handled some of the press because he does uh, during the season he would do a uh, uh, a regular interview on one of the uh, on one of the shows uh, every week on one of the radio shows, and I guess uh, I guess uh, something he said must have pissed off Belichick. I I think the guy's really talented. I really do. Um, but you know, it, it, in New England, it's the New England way, quote unquote. So you don't seek press. You're not out there trying to be a star. You're part of the team. You're just part of the equation. You're just one of the members. That's how yeah. Belichick wants it. So. Um, even when Brady was there, he handled it like that. You know, he never did interviews where he was the guy, he was a star. It was always the team, 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 next man up, next man up. How many times have we heard that, Steve, next man up in New England? Many times. Many times. And it's not just with the, so, not just with the uh, Patriots either. Yeah. We've heard so, of that um, too. But I think I think the guy is really, really good and he needs to play more. I thought that with Jamie Collins when they brought him in and they were holding him back, I was like, Why aren't you letting Jamie Collins play? Come on, come on, come on. And then he turns into a star and they trade him. Go figure. Because God forbid, God forbid they turn into a star, and uh, you know, Belichick can't be uh, can't be giving them that money. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of that is starting to. I mean, we can blame Bill, but I think a lot of it is starting to fall on Kraft. At some point, yeah. you need to step in and say. Bill, I love you to death, 
you have created this franchise. But I'm the one writing the checks, and I would like for you to do this. I don't think Kraft's ever done that. No. I don't think usually Kraft has been one to step aside. Yes. I do think I do think when they traded Jimmy G that was a crap move. I don't think Belichick wanted to do that. I think he saw Jimmy G as his next quarterback. I think that move was generated by Robert Kraft. Yeah. I don't know, though, because, you know, Kraft, Kraft wanted to keep Brady. Belichick wanted to keep uh, wanted to keep Garoppolo. Well, that's what I just said, wasn't it? I thought, I thought Kraft wanted to let him you know, and Belichick wanted to keep him. But you said it was generated by Kraft, though, that the move had to be made. Because of, uh, you know what? I think I think I, uh, I I got myself confused a little bit there. <laughs> I, I think I, bottom I, I, line I'm, was I think bottom line back then, Kraft was fine with trading Jimmy G. Belichick didn't yeah. want to. He wanted to keep him. He thought he was the heir apparent to Brady, and I think. That's one time that Kraft stepped in and said, no, he's got to go. Our guy's Brady, and we'll draft another yeah. backup. You know, I think that's what happened. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's the only time in the history I followed the Patriots where there was a disagreement between Kraft and Belichick. Yeah, that's where we started to see uh, sort of the the fracture, actually, uh, that Seth Wickersham had, had mentioned a whole bunch of times from ESPN. And I remember everybody everybody was saying, no, there's nothing to that. You know, everything's just fine. Uh, no, there, there, was a, there was a fracture. There was a fracture. There ain't no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. What are the Titans going to do now? They've lost their offensive coordinator. He's the head coach of the Falcons now. What are they going to do? They got Derrick Henry. They got Tannenbaum. What are they going to do? Offense, defense? They did revamp their entire defense. They need corners. They got rid of both of their starting corners. So I would think that they're probably going to prioritize defense first before they address the offense. It's kind of weird to me. uh, It's kind of like a small market team. Nashville is not really small, but in the NFL it is. But it looks like they got a lot of fans there. Ooh. I don't know about this one. 
They took the guy that's COVID tested twice, and <laughs> besides that, back surgeries. If you forget, if you forget the COVID and you forget the surgery, he was probably the best defensive back in the draft. If he's healthy, if he's healthy, that's a great pick. If he's healthy. That's a bit. It's a bit of a gamble. He is a. Uh, Adam Schefter said he has top ten talent, but back surgeries worried some teams, and that's why he fell, like he did. Yeah, that's why. I, that's why I said if he's healthy, that's a great pick to yeah. slide down this far to the Titans. Because without the uh, without the health issues, he he's a top ten pick. He would he would have went before the South Carolina cornerback. He would have been the number one cornerback pick without the health issues. And it's interesting so when you think have, of where Jason Horn went. They may have just gotten a steal. If he can stay healthy. Right. So, uh, Mac uh, Jones was just... Mac Jones was just asked about Cam Newton, and he said, it's his show. I'm just there to support him and help out the team any way I can. Good answer. That's a good answer. He's all you know. a patriot. I mean, I, I mean, that's a good answer. You don't go in and say... Well, some can't throw a pass to save his life, so I'm here to take his job. <laughs> but if, yeah, this, if, this, if this guy stays healthy for the Titans, that's a hell of a pick. Uh, let's see. We got Minnesota, then Pittsburgh, and Minnesota is probably not going to take a running back. So I would assume that Pitts, uh, well, Najee Harris say, is uh, say, right for the taking. They say Pittsburgh. They say Pittsburgh is going to draft Najee uh, from Harris, uh, yeah. Bama, running back. Yep. And that's yep, a good pick. Also, I mean, uh, he's, a, he's a great running back. That's a good pick if you want a running back. And also the thing Travis in the NFL is, too. they don't value running backs much anymore. Yeah. And they Travis value Etienne quarterbacks, wide too. receivers, tight ends, offensive linemen. They don't really think about running the ball. And there are some coaches that really prefer to do that. Like, believe it or not, Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco, everybody thinks, oh, he's a wide open – he likes to run the ball. He likes to have a running game. He's taken two teams to the Super Bowl, yeah. and both teams ran the ball. They ran the ball. So um, it's weird because in this day and age, everyone thinks you just drop back and throw it 40 times a game. But it's like Jimmy Johnson told me. He told me when we talked. 
defense and running game wins football games. My God, I'm looking. I'm looking at a uh, at an interview that they just did with Joe Namath on NFL Network. Uh, Joe Namath talking about Mac Jones and holy ears on the on the NFL Network reporter. Uh, God, over. <laughs> yes, but yes, but he has the ears of Dumbo. <laughs> Joe, literally Joe Joe, Joe, Joe likes to drink. I'm just telling you that. <laughs> oh yeah, no, Joe. Uh, Joe looks sober, as far as I can tell. Uh, you know when he tried, who, who was the uh, who was the female reporter on the sidelines on a Monday night game when Joe was there and he tried to kiss her? I think it was I think it was Susie Colbert, but let me double check because I gotta. I actually want to. I actually want to use that. that I want to use that soundbite. That was so embarrassing. So he tried to kiss her right on the air. Yeah, I want I want to use that soundbite for uh, for the for the sports pod on on Saturday. So I want to see if I can. Was it Susie Colbert? I love Joe Namath. If you go back and look at some tapes of Joe Namath when he played and watch his throws, you're going to be like, holy shit, how did he throw the ball like that? Seriously, go back and look at tapes of Joe Namath and his passes, and you're going to be like, wow. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm sorry, just rewatching this right now. I want to kiss you. Imagine how uncomfortable that was for her. Yeah. I would I could care less about the team struggling. <laughs> struggling. Alright, Vikings Vikings pig is in. Well, let's see what they have. They took a defensive tackle. Oh, from oh oh okay, never mind. It's the different. I was thinking of the uh, Christian from uh, Alabama. I think what well, what was his name? Barrymore or something? Oh wait, no, he was taken earlier. I think. Hang on. They're acting like this is kind of a surprise that this guy would have been picked so high. No, I I saw him ranked as a first. Uh, Offensive tackle, not defensive tackle. I saw him ranked as a first-round pick. Okay. No, who's that Alabama? Wait a minute. Yeah, there, there's an Alabama tackle that is that is still available. I, there Hang is on. a Alabama center that got injured last year that can also yeah. play guard. Somebody Dickerson. needs to get Dickerson. him. Yes. Brandon Dickerson. Somebody needs to get him. Hello, Belichick. Somebody needs to get him. 
He can play center. He can play guard. Well, he's actually projected as a first, as a late first round pick, so he could be getting picked uh, in one of these upcoming. Maybe some protection for actually no, because Jacksonville has Linder, so they don't need him. Um, he is good. He maybe is Cleveland? very good. He he he's like you remember, Steve. You remember uh, when the Razorbacks had Frank Ragnow and yep. Detroit picked him in the first round, and he didn't allow any sacks in Arkansas. Then he went to the NFL. Didn't allow any sacks on Stafford. That's how this guy is at Bama. Well, shit. That means that whoever he's not, whoever, he's uh, not as big. He's not as big and strong as Frank is. But yeah, if I had a late first round pick, I would definitely be looking at him. And no shock, it looks like uh, the Steelers have selected Najee Harris, hence why the pick uh, was immediately turned in. I told you that. I told you 30 minutes ago they were going to draft him. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, they've, and they've, pretty, they've pretty much been talking about it uh, all on Twitter this entire the entire week leading up to, to tonight. <laughs> that, and that, that's, that a good, that's a good pick for them. That's a good pick for him. He's He's going to be more mobile than Connor was. He can run the ball. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. He's going to be even more mobile than Connor was. So that's a good pick for Pittsburgh. Yeah, this is uh, this is definitely for a Pittsburgh team that's going to be rebuilding. I mean, they've already got young receivers. They got Juju Smith-Schuster. They got Chase Claypool. I think probably next year they may. Well, actually, no. Next year's quarterback class, I don't think, is going to be pretty good at all. Uh, so maybe yeah, yeah. The, the year after, next year quarterback is not good. So maybe the year after the Steelers may look at a quarterback because they did re-sign Mason Rudolph uh, for for at least one year. In yeah, case they something got happens their back to Roethlisberger. They got their back off, back up, and and uh, he does okay when he plays. He does all right. Um, yeah. But uh, I don't know if he. I don't know if he's your starter after Ben retires. Um, no. They're going to have to make that decision, you know, down the road. Um, but they didn't have to make it this year because they still got Ben. They still got Rudolph. And it's, it says here just about every mock draft had Alabama running back Najee Harris going to the Steelers, and he went to the Steelers. That's what Adam Schefter just put. So this was basically the worst kept secret in uh, in all of uh, the NFL when it comes to the draft. <laughs> well, okay, not the worst kept secret because 
you know, Wilson going number two was probably the worst kept secret. We are, uh, we are into the overtime, right? Uh, we're past so. the overtime, actually. Huh? We're past the overtime because technically overtime yeah, started we're, at 10. We're into the overtime about 15 minutes ago, something like that. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to get through the whole first round because they're, they're really slowing. Look at all the Bama players picked. <laughs> Waddle, Sertan. Smith, Jones, Jones, Leatherwood, and actually Leather Leatherwood is seen as a uh, as a bit of a reach. Uh, no, it's not a reach for me. He's good. Yeah, I mean, some people may consider that a reach. I think that's a good pick. Uh, he's good. He's good. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.